This is Vancouver Giants hockey. Now pass for Lysel, who's by the D. Fabian Lysel scores! It's time to drop the puck on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. He's going to avoid a check. Shepard, side of the net, tried to slide it in. Oh, stop, Chuck! Scores! Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. The wait has been long, but for the first time since the 10th of May 2019, playoff hockey is back at the LEC for the Vancouver Giants. Good evening and welcome to the LEC. Welcome to game number three of this best of seven series between the Vancouver Giants and the Everett Silvertips. The series is tied 1-1 and now tonight the Vancouver Giants in front of their home crowd look to take a two games to one lead in the series. I'm Dan O'Connor, pleased to be joined alongside Bill Wilms. We've got Justin Morissette back at Master Control doing the real heavy lifting in the studio in Vancouver. And tonight, Bill, the Giants looking to maintain home ice advantage in this series. They went to Everett. They split the first two games of the series. Jesper Weichmann is back in the goal. And the Vancouver Giants now at home with a chance to maintain that home ice advantage. We'll talk more about that in a moment. But first, we rise. And the next sounds you will hear will be that of the Star Spangled Banner. And O Canada down to ice level and Jeroen Vermillion. And we ask now that you please remain standing and join Jerome Vermeulen in the singing of the National Anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly beheld at the twilight last beam whose broad stripes and bright stars to the past. 
Lincoln Center, we are ready for playoff hockey at the LEC. The Vancouver Giants and Everett Silvertips. Game number three. The Vancouver Giants with a 1-1 series lead. Or a split in the series to this point. Can they take a two games to one series lead? Well, you know the big thing too, Dan, we talked about uh, Everett in the six games played, including the regular season, have opened the scoring in each one of the six. In the playoffs, Vancouver doesn't have a first period goal. This is important, not only to keep them from opening the scoring, but man, they can get this crowd into it a little bit by scoring first. Hey, they're ready to drop the puck. And they have got Thorpe, Lees, and Lankow against the right Hofer Hooten line. The last time playoff hockey was played in this building, the Vancouver Giants kept their championship series alive with a win over Prince Albert. They are now back in Everett, and a shot from the point from Cadu is blocked. Puck cleared to center. Cadu at center ice, picked it off, fires it into the Everett bench, and an early whistle, 17 seconds in. You know, and that shot that was blocked by the Everett Silvertips, did you see how quickly the Cadu shot, did you see how quickly they tried to stretch the ice with a breakaway pass? Fortunately for Vancouver, Cadu stopped it with his hand, with his glove, and it ended up going out of play now. Face off right back in center ice. With the Giants at home, they control the last change. They win the draw. Ty Thorpe winning that draw. Now Lees trying to sidestep a check through center. Picked off, and Jacob Wright will send it in. How nice is this for Jesper Weichmann playing his first game in this building since March 4th? as the Silvertips play it along the left wing side, chipped in. Alex Cotton out of the right wing, Thorpe checked by Seeley. Adam Hall gains center and chips it in. Braden Holt behind his net, knocks down the puck, touches it for the first time. Cleared to center, knocked down by Mazden Leslie, and he'll fire it back in to the Everett zone. Vancouver Giants behind their own goal, or sorry, the Everett Silvertips rather clear to center. Knocked down by Hall along the right wing and sent back in. Holt out of his net to settle it down. Anderson has a look up the left wing. A pass through. That one nowhere near Austin Roost. And that will go for an icing as we've played a minute 12 of scoreless hockey here in game three. Well, just a couple physical things here. Sealy puts a big hit on Thorpe. Roost makes a big hit as well at the neutral ice area. You know, you want to answer back. You can't let this Everett Silvertip team dominate in any way physically you've certainly uh you know got to match what they do face off inside the Everett zone to the left of holt face off for the giants lipinski to the point for leslie he'll chip it in behind the goal seminar trying to chip it in front protected by everett now leslie pinched it got by him good back check by lipinski though as he was able to strip the puck away from roost not allowing a two-on-one to occur Ronan Seeley spins away from a check. He'll dart to center. And the Carolina prospect rims it around the boards. Left wing side. Now along the wall. Semenuk not hard enough. Kept in by Everett. Right side and a shot and a stick save made by Weichmann. Rebound goes to the right wing. Zellweger pinching. Kept it in. Behind the net now along the left side. Toth clears. That one hit off a silver tip and goes the length of the ice. Giants quickly change. Zellweger. Back at his own line, a pass left wing for Zaplitny. Crossing the line for Hemmerling. Hemmerling trying to gain entry to the front of the net. Picked away by the Giants and cleared to center. Ty Gibson picked off by Horning. 
Tried to go rink wide to Palmieri. Cleared along the left boards and the silver tips. Tenacious along the right wing. Kept it in. Hofer can't find it though. Hall clears. Lysel to the right wing. And Ostopchuk chases after it for the Giants. And he'll squeeze by Hootenin. Lambos for Everett behind his own net. Played up the right wing and cleared it to the neutral zone. Foot race. Horning got there first and sends it back into the Everett zone. Three minutes nearly gone, first period. Kept in by the Giants, Palmieri at the left point, failed clear for Everett. Sutter, he'll try left wing, and now Hootenin, leading scorer in the series so far for Everett. He'll gain center, won't get it deep though as Horning knocked it down. Lysel skates away from Goot. Nice pass down the left wing for Lankow. Lankow sends it behind the net, he takes a check along the wall. No hand in the air, Everett clears. To the center ice area, Roost in for Campbell, Vikeman. Leaves the net, fakes one way, goes around the boards to the left wing side, and good breakout here for the Giants. Cotton, Lees, Lees along the boards. Lankow giving chase, Anderson, down he goes. Kept in by Lankow, finds Lees, right wing. Justin Lees trying to protect that puck. He'll go down low with it now to Thorpe. Too much mustard on it, Thorpe got it forward, but cleared by Everett. Hunter Campbell now across center. He'll center it across, nice defense by the Giants. Lees, too much zip, but icing negated. Play continues. Zellweger, look at the speed to center. Blue line, red line, blue line. He's still got it, a shot. That's blocked by Mazden Leslie. Zellweger, centered, in feet. Julian Cull trying to get it free. Kept in by Zellweger. Behind the goal. And rimmed around the boards to the left side. Hofer, checked. Clear to the wing, not out. Second time for the Giants. This time they do get it out. Zellweger, right place, right time again, though. Knocked it down. Hofer nearly got by Camazola. Here comes Leslie across the line. Mazden Leslie to the slot. Shot right on, save made. Rebound for Lipinski. Got it in close. Backhand steered away. Kept in by the Giants at the left point. Toth behind the goal. That hits Gibson. Gibson clears along the wall, not out. Toth held it in a second time. Lipinski trying to cut to the front of the net, and there's Zellweger with the perfect body positioning on Lipinski. Cleared forward, turned over at center, wrong guy. That's Lysel, right wing side, circle! High shot over the goal. Kept in by Ostopchuk. Gibson returns possession for Everett. Behind the net, he'll flip a pass to his right, and a clear for the Silvertips. Hall. Touches it, sends it back. Five minutes now officially gone here in a first period where we're scoreless. Right wing side, silver tips to center. Palmieri had it go by him. And Campbell just lost a handle on it. Could have been a two-on-one for Everett. Instead, it's Lysel back at center. Took a check and lost it. Campbell, drop pass for Goot. Michael Goot, left wing side, centered in front of the net. Steered wide. Roost along the wall, lost it. Lysel trying to get it to center. He'll chip it in along the boards. Holt will leave his net and leave it behind. 5.30 gone first period. Not too many whistles here to start. Left wing side. Here's Courtney. Nice move to the middle. Bo Courtney to the right. He's checked. Thorpe along the wall trying to clear it forward. Knocked down by Alex Cotton. He'll play it to the left. Lees on the left wing side. Got it forward to Thorpe. Checked by Seeley. And the other way, the Everett Silvertips bring it back. Giants with it in front of their own zone now. Lankow, pass forward. Did Thorpe touch it? No. 
and finally a whistle and an icing called 6-0-1 gone and a scoreless first we'll take a break giants silver tips game three scoreless white spot giants hockey on sportsnet 650. tremendous pace out here wonderful job at both ends of the ice for vancouver but you know what indecision is a is really the thief of opportunity you have to make really good quick decisions with the puck so far love what the giants are doing no scoring chances forever one shot each team to this point and we're seven minutes into this first period it has been a chess match so far in the game certainly giants and silver tips pucks shot behind the everett net left wing side a clear zaplitney trying to settle it down he'll spin and fire off the glass and now out to center backhanded back deep by adam hall and back to gather it zellwinger with a stop chuck bearing in on him Spinning away from the check so effortlessly is Olin Zellweger. And behind the net, and now cleared up the right wing, Hootenin will knock it down. Lysel at his own zone. Pass to the right wing, Evan Toff. Toff going to take it for a skate down the right side. He'll spin. He'll look for a trailer. He'll go behind the net instead. Lysel, 2-0 stop chuck. Behind the net for Lysel. Dodging the official, trying to keep that puck pit. Oh, stop chuck. Checked by right, kept in by Hall. Nice pass, left side, Camazola. High shot, nowhere near the goal. Kept in by Lysel, behind the goal. Nobody there except for the green sweater of Ryan Hofer. Soft pass though, kept in by Toth. Wright couldn't get there. Now in skates, Toth a second time tries to hold it in. This time it is cleared by Everett. Silvertip's gonna get the puck in deep to the giant zone. And a weird path to the puck from Camazola. He got there first, but Nearly a gift for Jacob Wright along the right wing. Checked forward by the Giants. Thorpe for Lees. In after it against Anderson. Hard rim around the wall to the left winger, to the right wing rather, and Campbell clears. Lankow to the right wing for Horning. Thorpe trying to get it in deep. In comes Lees to play the body. Flipped up high and knocked down by the silver tips and a backhand goes to the wall. And Austin Roost now in the corner. He'll leave it for Campbell. Campbell, good rim to the point for Seeley. Seeley across, one-timer, stopped by Weichmann, and the rebound is in the right circle, grabbed by Lees. You know, that's a case of two battles won by Everett in the offensive zone, and they come up with a puck, and they're so good at stretching the ice from low to high, they get the extra shot on goal there. Zellweger behind his net, played up the left wing, and here's Zaplitny forward for Ben Hemmerling. Hemmerling, Zaplitny, drop pass in, trying to keep it on side. Good clear for the Giants. Now a race, Lipinski trying to free it. Hemmerling does. Now Botchek brings it back. Turned over. And now Everett up the right wing. Zaplitny collides. Botchek, Kadu, right wing Lipinski. There's some open ice. He cuts to the middle. Drop pass, perfect. Botchek to the outside. Centered! Back door, just missed Lipinski. Kept in by Cotton. For Lipinski, spins, deflected, just wide by Semenuk. Loose at the side, some good looks for the Giants. Puck is at the side of the net, and it's accidentally covered by Braden Holt, and a scrum ensues inside the Everett Gold Race. What a nice play by Lipinski coming up the ice. He just recognizes in traffic. You know what, when you put on that much size as Lipinski has, your feet kind of have to get used to your body position. Here's the play we're talking about. There's a battle one in that corner, how quickly it goes back to the blue line, and how quickly the silver tips go defense to defense along the ice, switching it from east to west. The shot on goal, Weichmann had to be really sharp. 
Love the period, Dan. I think this is great intensity. I think now we're nine minutes into this first period. Hey, it's uh, it's two one shots on goal. I think both coaches would be thrilled with that offense to this point, or that limited from a defensive the, the, standpoint. The, the details the defensively. Details. And now Thorpe go. is by the D, trying to cut in a chance, and a glove save made by Holt. Best chance of the game so far for the Vancouver Giants. And back the other direction, here's Hofer. Wide he goes to the right wing, wide on top. Hofer in front, stop Eichmann, rebound score! Hofer, I believe, following up his own rebound. Hootenden was there as well. But Ryan Hofer, stay hot, one nothing Silvertips. Yeah, and that comes, unfortunately, after a really nice play by Ty Thorpe going the other way. Silvertips answer with the, you know, the uh, change of direction so quickly. And Hofer is a big guy. You watch number 15 here, cut wide. Now, he takes that puck right to the front of the net. That's a power move right there. And, you know, that rebound comes off Eichmann on an angle that's Hofer with a left-hand shooter, left-hand stick, really a really bad angle to get his rebound but he stays with it he never turned from that play the only the third shot on goal by the silver tips they open the scoring one nothing and ryan hofer part of that line that we talked about hofer hooten and wright capitalize on a on an honest to goodness really big individual effort by the forward Ryan Hofer has the goal, his third goal of the series, and give Ryan Hofer now a goal bill in each of the first three games of this series, and he has got Everett leading this game by a one nothing score. Here come the Giants on the counterattack. Offside is Zach Ostopchuk at the line. That'll stop play. Well, we talked about Hofer a lot. You know, he's a, a list player. Everett put him on this list. His brother Joel, the Hofer, the Portland Winterhawk goalie. You remember that great big move? that Winterhawks made to acquire the goaltender, and he's now in the St. Louis organization. But uh, he enjoys playing in Everett. Kid from Winnipeg, 6'1", big guy, can mobile, very, very mobile. And, you know, again, a big part of that line. Uh, I, I think Holfer's got to do a lot of that for Everett with Barzowski, obviously, and Swetlikoff out of the lineup. 84 penalty minutes as well during the regular season for Ryan Hofer. That was the second most on the team. Yeah, yeah, he's big. He, he, he likes traffic. He likes, he likes contact. Uh, and you know what? He's a pretty good scorer, too, as you can see by the move that he made right there. And again, now what's this, seven games this season these two teams yeah. have played? Everett has the first goal in all Everett's seven of them. scored first in all seven. So a one nothing lead for Everett as we near the halfway point of period number one. Giants control off the draw. Left wing side, a pass forward. Offside. And then Lankow checked into the boards and lost a glove for his troubles. So that will bring the faceoff back into the neutral zone area. Chevrolet, the official vehicle sponsor of the Vancouver Giants. And when only the strongest, most advanced will do, find a true champ in the Chevy Silverado 1500. Chevrolet, the official vehicle partner of the Vancouver Giants. You know, when they're changing, uh, you know, matching lines and the pace of the game is what it is so far in this first period, you got to be very, very good at matching lines. you got to know exactly when to jump on the ice. Your line exchanges are so important. So easy to get that extra man on the ice when you're, changing on the fly you really got to be careful when you change it with this kind of pace on the ice hofer the goal scorer chipped in along the left wing side back to get it the giants hofer kept it in hooten and now at the side trying to backhand it in front steered away kept in by zellweger at the left wing point now to the outside 
Pass for Zaplitny. And here's where the structure for Vancouver is so important. Now how do you play? How do you take away any kind of scoring chance? And you got a guy on your team without a stick. And a penalty perhaps coming up here to the Giants as a puck is fired at the glass, but referee actually deeming that it went off the glass, so a bit of a fortuitous break for the Giants, who trail 1-0 with 9.17 to go in the first period. Yeah, 4-2 shots on goal, and I've said this so many times, that once you go into the playoffs, really shots on goal are not nearly as important to me as scoring chances. And, you know, so far, so good for Vancouver. You don't like to give up the first goal. Really important now that you get out of this last 9 minutes and 17 seconds without giving up another one. You can't fall behind 2-0. You can't be chasing a game. Homer on the road against this uh, Everett Silver Tip team. And at the Langley Event Center, face off to the right of Jesper Weichmann, 9.17 to go here in the first period as the Giants and Silver Tips early stages game three. Silver Tips along the wall, Michael Goot falls along the left wing side. Leslie forcing a puck free. Now for Lysel, ahead for Toth. Toth going to cross the line onside. Shot from the left wing, deflected wide. Lysel steered into the boards. Kept in by the Giants. Leslie, a shot from the point. And an easy save for Braden Holt. Saw it all the way and stopped it. Always a, a special part of dumping pucks in is obviously you're giving up possession. You always want to put it to somewhere where you can get it back. I don't mind Toth on that rush going down that left side. We've seen a lot out of Evan Toth that maybe we didn't expect when they acquired him from the Calgary Hitmen. I mean, more of a stay-at-home kind of a defenseman. He's got the green light to get in that offensive zone with the puck as long as he's got somebody backing him up. As generally, Michael Dick's pretty happy with that. A good face-off win here. And the Giants do control off that draw. And played along the boards to the left wing. Seminuk to the point for Palmieri. Kept it along the wall and now cleared out to center by the Silvertips. And the Giants pick it off and they will send it back in. Length of the ice and icing negated. Anderson plays it around the boards to the near side. And now cleared forward. Lipinski back trying to get there. Hofer muscling it forward. Falling is Hofer. Freeing it is Hemmerling. Seminuk now going to grab it. Does not clear it. On the second effort, though, the Giants should have enough space to get it out. Connor Horning, pass forward for Bocek. Courtney there knocked it down. And Zaplitny trying to sidestep Palmieri. And Ostopchuk back in his own zone will try and get a rush going up ice. Long pass forward, Lysel for Adam Hall. Hall, sharp angle shot, wide. Kept in along the right wing by Palmieri. Now to Lysel. Oh, tripped up, no. Play continues. Zellweger trying to go wide on Palmieri. Palmieri did well to impede him. Maybe a case for a penalty on both sides of the ice, but the official says nope. And we continue 5-on-5 five five here, 7.34 to play. Right wing side, Lysel kept in, finds a stop shot. Point blank, a shot that's blocked by Zellweger. Kept in by Camazola. Behind the goal, that took a weird hop. Hit off the side of the net, and Zellweger... Just skating the puck out of harm's way. Reverses, and the puck is cleared up the ice by Aiden Sutter. Sutter tries to go wide. He will on Cadu. Sharp angle shot. Hit the outside of the net. Now a turnover behind the net. The Giants can't find it. Hootenin scores! Michael Goot forced the turnover behind the goal, and Hootenin found the soft spot in coverage 
2-0 Everett. He's right in front of the net. And you get a look at the replay here. You'll see the power of Hootenin in his forearms. His strength in the front of the net area. This is a play along the back wall. Who wins that battle? Goot and Hootenin. He has two sticks on his stick. I'm sure we'll get one more look at this. Watch how strong he is. That's how big that guy is. How tough and how well he can protect the puck and shoot it from traffic. Not a lot of guys could make that play with a stick that strong on he, on the ice to get that puck and then release it from that spot. You know, Goot so important to this team up front and obviously Hootenin doing so much damage scoring-wise. Not only have the Silver Tips opened the scoring, they've extended it to a 2-0 lane. Nico Hootenin, two points in game one, four points in game two, two points now in game three. Lees on the rush of shots, save holes, rebound cleared away perfectly. And Nico Hootenin with a 2-0 go-ahead goal for the Everett Silvertips. Hootenin's fourth of the series, Goot and Campbell both assisting. 12.57, the time of that goal. Now Hall steals it back the other way for the Giants, but to no avail. And now the puck goes behind the Everett net and cleared up the left wing side at forward. Roost checked. Hemmerling trying to cross the line. Offside called at the line with 6.06 to go in period one. It's the Silvertips 2, the Giants no score. White Swan, Giants hockey on Sportsnet 6.50. Seven or sorry, 6.06 to go, Bill, here in period one. A 2-0 lead for Everett, and it has been Hofer and it has been Hootenin. They have been terrific all series so far. Tonight uh, is no exception as the Silvertips have a 2-0 lead. Third straight game of this series that Everett has led 2-0 in a game. And now we've got an Everett penalty coming up, or is it going to be both? Is this going to be Lankow and Jacob Wright, or is this just going to be Jacob Wright? It looks to me like Jacob Wright got caught up with Lankow at the blue line, and this is a very fortunate break for the Giants. They're going to get their first power play of the night. Yeah, it's interference. It's a call. I'm not so sure he purposely interfered, but the end, the end result of the confrontation between the two players ended up, I think, with an interference call. Well, you know, you go to the power play in this series, Vancouver 4 for 12, the Everett Silver Tips are 3 for 10, and you absolutely nailed it. This is a power play right now with the score being what it is. Ultimately important. All with two power play goals, Lipinski and Semenik with one each. But you don't want Lipinski and Semenik to be, have to be the guys that you count on for a power play goal. This now has to be the guy with the puck, Lysel, a Hall or a stop check. Hall takes the pass from Lysel. Hall to the point for Horning. Horning goes rink wide, left side, caught in a shot, Holt the save. Rebound clear to the left wing, held in by the Giants. Ostopchuk to the right wing for Lysel. Checked and cleared Michael Goot. Giants with the third best power play bill in the playoffs so far. Winnipeg 58% coming into the day. Giants with the third ranked power play, four for its first 12. Yeah, 10 goals for Winnipeg will certainly inflate your power play, I'm sure of that. Hall. Cotton to the right for Horning. Trying to settle it down. Lysel through the feet. Kept in. Lysel right circle. Down low stop Chuck. Back to the point. Cotton. Now to Lysel. Lysel trying to go across. Couldn't. Got it back to the point though. Cotton. His shot through and right into the square crest. 
on Braden Holt, and that stops play. Well, let me let me tell you this. The Everett Silvertips have done extra scouting, as we've talked about in game one when Lysel. He doesn't have a lot of room in the offensive zone. But Cotton with that shot from the blue line, that was that was your second option. I don't think Cotton's shot from the blue line is the number one option on a power play. It's stuff around the net that they move that puck very well. But Cotton got it through. The save was made by Holt, face off to his left. Not a bad first minute, Dan, on that power play. 59 seconds still to work with. They win the draw. Lees goes across. Per oh, the pass got there. Leslie just couldn't hang on. Leslie now in the left wing corner, being pressured by Sutter. Backhand pass around the boards to the right wing. Lees at the goal line, behind the goal. Pass in front, Thorpe off the post. Thorpe in close. It hit Holt. It hit the crossbar. It stayed out. Leslie for Canoe. Walks the line, goes right, leaves, tries to center it across. He lost a handle on it. Lambos can't find it. Roost will. And what a chance for Ty Thorpe. And the crossbar, the only reason why the Giants are not on the board. Right wing, a pass forward for Ostopchuk. So you can't mishandle those passes, Dan. Every time that yeah. puck hits your stick and bounces another couple feet away, you, you seldom have a chance to get it back and make a play with it. Particularly when it's number 48 in green that you're skating in on. Giants try to force it forward. Gibson defended it well. Now a pass, Lysely got by him the second time. A drop pass. And Ostopchuk stick-checked again by Olin Zellweger. Yeah, he fought that puck a little bit. Zellweger said, okay, you're not going to get it back. I'll take it away from you. Jacob Wright clears to center for Everett. Toff at his own line for Vancouver. He'll regroup. Now to the left wing. Ostopchuk sends it deep. And the Giants finish a change. Body language so important for Vancouver now. You can't be making these line changes with your head down. You know, you're drooping. You've got to stay, you've got to stay very, very positive. Vikeman will leave his net. Cleared around the boards to the left wing side. Held in by Everett. Hootenin with a move to the middle. And man, oh man, he can shoot the puck. That one, though, went wide. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had that. He made a great play to get find that lane and get to the spot that he wanted to shoot it. 224th NHL pick. And he's flattened by Nico Camazola, and it's going to cost the Giants a penalty. A late hit from Nico Camazola. No, they're going to... This one is going to go to Lipinski. And with a 2-0 lead, Bill, Everett's going to get a late power play. Well, if we can show this on the replay, you're going to see what Hooten and... Well, this is a play from behind the net to Thorpe. And you know what? Thorpe releases it beautifully. Really nice quick release by him. And, you know, Thorpe's the kind of guy that can play in traffic around the around the boards. He, you know, he, he's in the physical play, but he's also intense enough he can get to the front of the net for that kind of scoring chance. I was going to say Lipinski. I mean, Hooten attracting so much attention. Lipinski tries to take him out of the play, takes a penalty, and it's, a, it's an Everett Silvertip power play. Everett's power play, 3 for 10 to start the series. And in the left-wing corner, the puck is pinned along the wall. Giants doing a good job of freeing it. Now they come away with it. And now shorthanded, here they come. Ostopchuk, a pass forward for Thorpe. Guess who? Zellweger broke it up. Ostopchuk now on a second effort. Yup, Zellweger again. And now he's got the puck. And that's not a broken record, folks. No, it's fact. And he's got it right now. That pass wasn't his best. It got caught up in the skates of right. And now Hootenin going to bring it in. Hootenin, perfect pass across right. 
Knocked down behind the net. Hootenin on his off wing. Had it get by him, but there to support it is Hammerling. Lysel now steals, and he'll spin in his own zone. And he'll skate it forward. Lysel got by a couple. Van got checked. Turned it over, and now here comes Everett. Now a defender nearly falls. Hammerling brings it back. Into the slot. Try to pass through. It deflects to the wall. Hammerling to the point. Seeley. Seeley walks the line. He'll go to the left wing. Lambos. Nice pass. Roost in the front. Blocked by Cotton and steered wide. Seeley kept in along the wall. Campbell bumps with Cadoo. And to the left wing it goes. Held in by Lambos. Lambos battling for it. Freeing it in behind the net. To the right wing. Roost. Seeley shot through. Vikeman got a piece. Kept in along the left wing by Everett. Behind the goal. Campbell. Campbell to the right wing for Roost. 20 seconds to go on the power play. One minute and five seconds to go in the period. Campbell in front of the net. And it comes to Lambos. A shot. That hit the post. It beat Vikeman. It found iron. Right wing side. Held in by Everett. Right wing. Circle. Spinning his Roost. Backhand pass to the point. Left side, Seeley. Pass to the front, tipped in front. And unable to convert was Campbell. The penalty is over, but the Silvertips dancing with danger. In the offensive zone as the Silvertips finish a change. 30 seconds to go in period one. A 2-0 lead for the Everett Silvertips. Left wing side, Zellweger. Up the middle. Pass for Ing. Matthew Ing. Right wing side, or left wing side rather, trying to center it. Giants converge on him. Hofer trying to knock it forward. Kept it at the line. Zellweger, his shot switched directions, went wide. Gibson tries. Vikman to save. Rebound, whacking away at it. In close, scores. With 5.7 seconds left. This is just really diligent, hard work by the silver tips they are in such a comfort zone right here they're playing with such rhythm and they're doing a wonderful job of balancing intensity and work ethic with rhythm watch the work that they do to stay on that loose puck you know if you don't put a guy on as can if you don't at least box out if you're fishing for that puck around your own net the other team is generally going to outfish you there's more intensity in the offense looking for a loose puck than there is for a defense trying to get that loose puck out of the way. Wow, this has been a terrific period. I mean, shots are 8-7 for the Everett Silvertips, but my goodness, they've had great, uh, they've had great puck possession. They've been extremely efficient, and they're so poised. They're so polished. They're expecting exactly what they're getting. Without their top two scores. Yeah, exactly. And a bit of a delay not really sure what you could review in that instance. And now they've put the third goal on the clock. 7.8 seconds to go in period one. And the Vancouver Giants and Everett Silvertips through 20 minutes. Giants are in a hole. Down 3-0 after period one to Everett. Dan, without a doubt. Of the six periods played so far, this was the most efficient Everett Silvertip period. Uh, they only gave up Vancouver seven shots. Yeah, they got lucky with that one crossbar, but they haven't had an answer 
to Olin Zellweger for one thing, and I don't think they've got an answer to Hootenin either. And the two top guys on this lineup with two of their top scorers out of the lineup have done most of the damage that period. That's depth. The Vancouver Giants right now trailing 3-0 to Everett after 20 minutes of play. Down to ice level we go now. Giants associate coach Keith McCambridge. Coach, um, thoughts, takeaways from the opening 20 so far tonight? Well, the, the hard areas of the ice, the, the net front, uh, the blue lines, we need to be better in those areas. On the offensive side of the puck, managing it coming into the, uh, into the ozone. And the same on our end there. They got lots of speed. They got some guys that can make plays through the neutral zone if you give them room. Uh, our gaps need to be tighter and our back pressure has to work together with that so we don't give them as much time and space. And as I mentioned, they're just those net front end, those wall battles have to be at a higher level to, uh, to succeed here. Yeah, you know, I just said, uh, Coach, I thought that might have been Everett's best period of the six or seven now played. How did you see that? Yeah, I thought they've, they've done a good job obviously filling in for 90, being out of the lineup. Uh, you know, they play a hard, heavy game. There's, there's not a lot of flash. It's, uh, it's predictable in a good way, where it's indirect off the boards or if it's a tape-to-date pass, that other player knows exactly where it's going. So uh, I wouldn't disagree with that. I thought they were obviously uh, at, at uh, full flight. Coach, a wonderful analysis. You nailed it in, in our opinion. Good luck moving forward. Thank you, guys. Keith McCambridge, after 20 minutes of play, we'll take a 60-second break. We're back with the first period scoring summary next on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 20 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the LEC. First period scoring summary brought to you by Kintec Footwear and Orthotics. Kintec, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal in the opening period for Everett. Nine Giants, seven Silver tips, a 3-0 lead. 9-26 in Bill, Ryan Hofer. Yeah, Hootenin starts a play, gets it to Ryan Hofer. Ryan down that right wing, cuts to the front of the net. I thought a wonderful move. Uh, I, I like Vikeman's save on the play, but you know, Hofer stays with it. He's a big guy, stayed with it, and talking about net, net front presence, I, that was Everett at their best, and it started right there at 9.26 with Hofer, his third goal uh, of the playoffs, and that all-important first goal goes to the Everett Silvertips. Nico Hooten in 12.57. Well, now you got the back wall. you got Campbell and Goot along the back wall behind the, the, the Vancouver Giant net. It goes from Campbell to Goot. He finds Hooten in front of the net. That's two net presence situation, two goals with guys, big guys, as a matter of fact, in front of the net. It's 2-0 at that point for the Everett Silverton. Best chance of the period for the Giants comes on a power play. Ty Thorpe finds iron. This is a good play by Vancouver. They go from behind the net, from one side to the other side, pass to front of the net. I mean, Lee starts to play, and you'll hear Thorpe hit the crossbar, and it just spins out. Could have maybe gone down a little lower. Might have still been laying there for somebody to get it home. Our play to period, 2-0 Everett. Vancouver's best chance sounded like this. Backhand pass around the boards to the right wing. Lees at the goal line, behind the goal. Pass in front, Thorpe off the post. Thorpe in close, it hit Holt, it hit the crossbar, it stayed out. Play of the period for the Giants, kept the score at 2-0, that crossbar. 1952, Ryan Hofer, 3 nothing. And again, uh, well, you know, what are you going to say? Right around the net, he just fought for that puck. They couldn't move him out of there. So you got Hootenin at 6-2, you got Hofer at 6-3. You got them dominating the front of the net in the Vancouver Giants zone. And if you can't box out, if you can't move that puck or, or move the player out of the way, 
I mean, those guys are going to win a lot of those battles, def- you know, that you're trying to defend. 1955 to add insult to injury. Hey, 9-7 shots on goal for the Silver Tips. Vancouver was seven, Everett with nine. You don't think that would do a lot of damage until you get the p- net presence. You don't need many shots on goal, Dan. If you've got that kind of net presence from that kind of size by that Everett Silver Tip forward team. Dominant that period. 3 nothing. the Giants trail the Silver Tips after 20 minutes of play. We're back with more first intermission coverage next on Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. And we welcome you back to the Banquet Hall. We welcome you back to Sportsnet 650. This is the first intermission. The Vancouver Giants currently trailing the Everett Silver Tips by a 3-0 score. My name is Dan O'Connor. We are back in the Banquet Hall here for the first intermission. And right now at this time, I am very pleased to be joined by two individuals who are in the building tonight on behalf of a charitable organization called Foundry Langley. And here to share more on that very subject, we've got Christine McCracken, the Executive Director of Programming at the Encompass Support Services Society. And my second guest, Jessica Bailey, a graduate of Trinity Western University captain of the volleyball team in her senior year and also a finalist for Miss Universe Canada in 2017. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the Vancouver Giants game tonight. We are thrilled to have you here. Um, Foundry Langley, Christine, let's start with you. Um, (laughs) Do your best for us in a short amount of time to just give us the gist of what Foundry Langley is all about and how you and the Vancouver Giants came to be associated with one another. So Foundry Langley is an integrated health and wellness center for youth here in Langley, so 12 to 24 years old. Um, We'll have mental health counseling, primary care access, peer um, family and youth support, as well as social services, mental health, substance use. Um, It'll be sort of like a landing point for youth in our community and caregivers to be able to access services. And if we don't have what they need, we'll help them to navigate the system out in the community. And um, Jessica, why does... Why does Foundry Langley sort of tick the boxes for you? What is it about this cause that that sort of got you involved and, and has you so passionate about it? I think being a youth in Langley itself and going through my own mental health journey, a facility like Foundry would have been something that could have been extremely useful for myself. And I know for fellow peers in my university, it also could have been something that would have been utilized extremely especially in a healthcare system that tries its best, but very often is very hard to navigate. Having a one-stop facility for us to be able to get the help that we need would be something that I think Langley needs extremely, especially right now with COVID-19 making a lot of mental health issues a lot more prevalent in today's youth. I think that Boundary is something that's needed now. And Christine, I mean, of course, the parallel with junior hockey, um, teenagers, Foundry Langley. I mean, this is, sorry, this is certainly, you you can see the parallels and and you can see the the importance of sort of being able to to sort of outreach and outsource in in an environment like this. Um, Can you just sort of speak, I suppose, to what's, um, you know, some of the pillars of Foundry Langley and, and sort of what... What sort of separates, what, what's, you know, a mission statement, I, I suppose, from Foundry Langley? Um, Foundry is really about community. 
and community really working to serve the youth and their caregivers and meeting those needs, identifying the gaps that are there. Our local partners have come together, businesses have come together, families. We have a huge youth advisory, and we really want to ensure that we're doing what youth need us to do, and they've told us we need to do better. Youth right now are being bounced from place to place on wait lists, and with Foundry Langley, they'll really have a place to land mm -hmm. and a place to have their needs met. And so, again, it, whether it's any youth, they'll know that they belong. There'll be cultural services there as well. And we'll just be able to help them navigate the system, or they'll be able to get those needs met right away when they walk through the door. And maybe this is a question for both of you, but Jessica, we'll start with you. Someone is listening to this conversation. Somebody is in this banquet hall tonight. I'm going to just turn myself down a little bit. Um, somebody is in this banquet hall. They're hearing about Foundry Langley, and they're thinking, hey, this is an, ish this is an initiative that hits home for me. I want to help. What are some ways that I can help that folks in here can help? The uh, hospital. <laughs> do you want to go first? Um, the hospital foundation is our fundraiser partner, and so if you go to foundrylanely.ca, um, they're taking donations to help with our capital initiative and as well as our operation funds. And if you go to foundrybc.ca/langley, you can learn more about the services. And I really think for listeners out there tonight, if you can just look us up, learn more about our services, and help spread the word, because what we know is when youth talk to each other about services out there, it helps youth to engage into services as well. So share, follow us, like us, and um, yeah, help spread the word. Uh, Jessica, let's put your hockey hat on for a moment. What, oh did, you <laughs> what did you think of the first period? If you're the, if you're the coach of the Vancouver Giants right now, what are you saying? Uh, keep the language PG. What are you telling your team getting into the second period? Um, I would say keep your head up and keep looking forward in the game. It's just the first period. There's a couple more to come. And never say never you can always keep moving and i think anything's possible especially in sport today you never know when things might turn your way christine we've got about a minute or so left here so one more time if you could please where can people learn more about foundry langley uh hit us with the website one more time if you've got it any social media platforms that you're particularly um excited to share with our fans yeah look us up foundry langley um on facebook Instagram and foundrybc.ca slash Langley or foundrylangley.ca for donations with the Hospital Foundation. Ladies, really appreciate you taking the time. It's amazing how fast it goes, but the second period beckons. Thank you for coming tonight. A terrific cause. We do sincerely appreciate you joining this broadcast and enjoy your time at the game here this evening. Happy to be here. Thank, Thank you. you. The second period is upon us in about three minutes' time. The Vancouver Giants trailing the Everett Silvertips by a 3 nothing score. Second period is next on Sportsnet 650. Time for the second period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Second period is upon us. The Vancouver Giants in a 3-0 hole at the hands of the Everett Silvertips. For a third straight game in the series, Giants go into the second period trailing Bill, but... They did it in game one. They've got a tall mountain to climb, but plenty of time with which to work with here to try and make something of game three. 
Giants go right to left on your radio dial and your webcast screen here in this second period. And hard in after it, they go. Lees battling along the wall, far side. Silvertips come away. Lankow throws a check. Cleared up high, kept in by Alex Cotton. Low shot on a backhand. A stick save made. So they've made they've made an assist change on the three nothing goal for Everett. Matthew Ng credited with the assist now instead of Hunter Campbell. And so the Silver Tips in their own zone. Olin Zellweger spins, finds Gibson, long clear forward that hits Campbell. Toth trying to clear it forward. A stomp chuck going to knock it down. See that turnover like that, you just can't give the puck up. Now you got, yeah, now you got to go find it and get it back again, and you're in for a battle. Big collision with Hall and Ostopchuk, and they crash the net hard. They don't score. Captain Leslie now left side Lysel to the high slot area. Toth tried to sneak that shot through. That went wide, and now cleared to the line and not out. Held in by Leslie, but now Zellweger regroups. Kicks to the right for Gibson. Chipped along the right wing side by Hunter Campbell. Knocked down by Toth. And a good first shift anyway for this top line of the Giants. Fabian Lysel, right wing. Crossing the line, Leslie. His shot, easy save for Holt. And now a turnover. F fighting the puck was Bocek. Back comes Zaplitny for Everett. He's going to chip it to the far corner. Ben Hemmerling in after it. Silvertips, center it. Turned over at the side. Hemmerling wraps it around Veitman to save. And Semenuk, he's going to reverse. Leslie trying to avoid the forecheck. Cleared up the right wing side. Hammerling at the line. Well, that's back Forced pressure. the turnover. Left wing in. Drop pass Hammerling. Wide to the outside. Center scores. Matthew Ng off a wonderful effort from Ben Hammerling, and it's 4 0 Everett. You watch where this puck is turned over. Where the you know the, Everett breaks up the play and starts a transition. It's just outside the Vancouver Giant blue line, and once they get it right here, you watch it. Perfect bar video crew, just so outstanding again. That play is turned over there. Nobody knows who to take the puck. It still that puck ends up behind the net. And how does Ing get alone in front of the net to receive that pass? Count the white shirts around him. Yeah, from back there, you got one, you got two. I think you got three for sure, maybe even a fourth. Everett makes it 4 nothing. But started right at that turnover at the yeah. blue line. My goodness, that transition is wonderful to watch. They have been tenacious tonight, have the Everett Silver Tips, and it has staked them to a 4 nothing lead as Matthew Ng has his first of the series. Ben Hammerling was the one responsible, and now we've got a hand in the air. We've got a penalty upcoming. And the penalty box door will open. Nico Hootenen is going to go off. Well, you know, you know, Dan, you go back to the first period really quickly. Olin Zell Zellweger passed the puck out of his own zone three times skated it out three times chipped it out once had one turnover why that's important because Zellweger got that puck by what he did 
So often into the hands of the Hofers, the Hootenins, and the Hofers, the big guys who got the damage done around the Vancouver net. But it was Zellweger which started the play. Hey, this is a Vancouver power play. And, I mean, you you got to, now it's more than just getting momentum out of your power play if you don't score. you got to actually do get something out of this that shows up on the scoreboard. If it feels early for a must score, but I think here we are. Three minutes gone, second period, 4-0 Everett, Lysel. Lost it at the line, and Cotton will double back. Left side Hall, drop past Cotton. Cotton to the point for Horning, goes across, Lysel across, Cotton couldn't take the pass. And a clear from Everett, off the wall, not out, held in by Horning. Left wing for Cotton. Cotton battling for it along the left wing. Rimmed around the wall, Ostopchuk to Lysel. In close, Ostopchuk, oh, went through and fired a low shot just wide. Connor Horning from the left point. Left wing side, back to the point, Horning. Kicks right, Lysel, circle, scores! <laughs> Needed it, they got it. Giants on the board, Fabian Lysel has a goal to go with his six assists in the series, 4-1. Yeah, you know what, it's a very tentative power play. There's not a lot of energy in it until they get it into the hands of Lysel on the right side of your screen. Here comes the pass, you watch this shot, you watch his quick release. You know, he moves in about five feet. That made a difference. The goaltender gets really set early to make this save. And when he handles that puck and dusts it off just a little bit, that's enough to freeze the goaltender and he rips it upstairs. Really, and you know the Bruins want him to shoot more. They think that they can get him. I mean, we know how well he handles the puck. We know how well he even distributes it. But he's got a very underrated shot as far as the Boston Bruins are concerned. You can see it there. Back comes Everett in right down Main Street, scores. It's serious. The seas parted, and Matthew Ng on a little give-and-go play makes it 5-1 for the Everett Silvertips. Yeah. You know, there's a delayed penalty on this. I think a delayed Vancouver Giant penalty on this play. Watch how quickly Ng, again, you talk, we just talked about Fabian Lysel shooting that puck after pushing it ahead about 10 feet. Watch Ng find the lane. I, I agree with you, that I have no idea how he gets this much room to go into the offensive zone and release that shot, but it's in the back of the net really quickly. From the scrum, who comes away with it, a give and go. When you get three Vancouver Giants chasing the play back to their net, you know you're in big trouble. 15 seconds after Fabian Lysel's power play goal, the Everett Silvertips answer within. He had all day. And now we're going to have an Everett penalty for slashing. So the Giants, who are one for two on the power play, are going to go to work on their second man advantage of the period. At worst, at the absolute worst, you want to keep the game no more than three goals away from you. Uh, we saw that game one, the Giants did come back from three two-goal deficits. Three goals is even obviously almost impossible. Well, it's four right now. It's 5-1 for the Everett Silvertips and the Giants on a power play. So I guess what I'm trying to say, it's a, another must situation. Well, you just scored on it. You got some confidence. 
The white spot power play for the Vancouver Giants. Their third, Cotton, from the left wing point. To Horning. Horning's wrist shot through, hold the save, rebound. Golf to the wall, Lysel. Rim behind, Cotton. First guy Verrill on the left wing. Cleared by Everett down the ice. Connor Horning, left wing. Hall in the middle, picked away by Matthew Ng, and down the ice it goes. Fabian Lysel skates right wing. Right wing side trying to gain the line, picked off by Everett and cleared. Five minutes gone in the second. Three goals already in this second period at 2.14, at 3.45, and at four minutes. Lees, left wing for Hall. He'll drop it for Cotton. A drive, blocker save. And now along the left wing side, the Giants try to center it. Everett gets possession back. Cotton at the line, held it in. Hall, rimmed around the point to Cadu. Tom Cadu with a bit of room. His low shot, pad save, rebound, grabbed by Everett, and cleared. Hofer, staying on his feet, knocking it forward. Adam Hall, knocking it forward. And picked off at center by the Everett Silvertips. Giants with 30 seconds to go in the minor penalty to Nico Hootenit. Thorpe, dancing wide. Ty Thorpe trying to settle it down. To the point, Cadu. Cadu, left side, Leslie. Leslie across, Thorpe up high, ripped, or Lees rather, ripped it high and wide. Cadu walks the line, goes left. Leslie, low shot, hold the save. And he's got it, no rebound, as the penalty has seven seconds left. I don't mind that situation at all from Mazden Leslie. What a nice feed, cross-ice feed to Lees on that power play. Uh, I mean, he found the lane. This is important. You want to find lanes when you have that man advantage. And then uh, Leslie with the shot that results in this stoppage in play. All of this now with seven seconds left in the Vancouver power play. Not sure. Well, it's a timeout, is it? Can't be on a power play. It's a penalty coming up to Everett. All right, we're going to play seven seconds. Vancouver will with a two-man advantage. And all this only makes sense and is effective if they win this faceoff with a two-man advantage, even on that seven seconds two-man advantage, you win this faceoff and you've got some skill on the ice, folks, you can generate one shot. You can generate one scoring chance. And now they've removed the penalty. They've right. actually given it to Ethan Seminuk for all the Giants. All that for nothing. Now a faceoff is going to come all the way back into the Vancouver Giants zone, and we will play four on four for seven seconds or less, and then it will be an Everett power play. Look at those shots on goal, Dan. I mean, there's been five. It's 5-1 Everett. They've, they've had 12 shots on goal, and honestly, I can't fall Vikeman necessarily at all. No. I mean, not when Matthew Ng has daylight in front of him. The the Hootenden goal in close. I mean, it's there's just too much room right now, frankly, in front of the Giants' net. Yeah, you you uh, I was talking to Punch McLean earlier, and you know, in between periods, and you know, that's how I think the game has changed an awful lot now. You go back to the new newest Bruin days, the Barry Beck days, those defensemen. He told me his team one year, I think one of the Memorial Cup years, averaged at 212 pounds. You talk about big. Well, Hofer's big. Hooten is big. And right now, 
in that first period. They won the battle around the Vancouver Giant then. And the Everett bench chatting to the officials. Dennis Williams with a earful to referee Brett Iverson. Four on four. Dennis Williams coaching his Everett Silvertip team. Once he got four seasons of 45 plus wins. Boy, I'll tell you, he's been one su successful coach in Everett when a lot of people thought they could never do a whole lot without Kevin Constantine behind the bench. The Everett Silvertips, Bill, we talked about this on the weekend. They've never missed the playoffs. They went to the WHL final, their expansion year, for crying out loud. I walked out of that rink that night, Dan. I'll never forget it. The first ever exhibition game for Everett against Vancouver outside of Seattle. I said, that can't be. That can't be an expansion team. They were that good. And they've been that good tonight with a 5-1 lead on the Vancouver Giants. Shorthanded Adam Hall. Will knock it forward. Olin Zellweger backs up. And my, how good has he been here tonight. And I don't think he's got a point to show for it. Right wing, right. Pass forward. Horning to the wall. Zellweger frees it. Hooten it. Shields the puck, finds Zellweger, his shot blocked by Horning, and that one stays in play. Hofer, free to Hootenin. Hootenin with all sorts of room in the right circle. Back to Zellweger, his shot through, Vikman the save, and the rebound is scooped up by Thorpe, clear to the line and down the ice. And now Lysel races after it, he's gonna get there first. Lysel gonna wrap it around. And he's going to be greeted rudely by Nico Hootenin, and the Silvertips come away with it. I know it's a penalty kill right now for Lysol, but Dan, don't you think they've done a pretty good job of uh, defending him in the series so far, uh, except for game one? And he's got the goal tonight for the Giants, albeit a power play goal, but... But we haven't seen that, you know, where he, he pushes the offense, where he drives, where he's the spear on the attack. And I think that's just largely due to the Everett Silvertips and how they've just chosen to go about this thing defensively. Who's that guy to my left broadcasting calling the Everett Silvertip game? Dave Sheldon. Former Vancouver Giant broadcaster. What, how many, you know my record better than anybody. <laughs> how many years was I with him? One. Just a one year. Yep. And a claim to fame, he doesn't like me talking about it. <laughs> the one time I let him take his car, we're going to Everett, we're going to Camloops. Coming home. 22 below zero. I'll never forget it. And we run out of gas between Camloops and Merritt. And I'm doing an interview back to Sports Talk with Dan Russell. And I didn't let him know. I'm in the car. I'm in her blanket in the front seat. Oh, he felt bad, man. He must have said, "I'm sorry" ten times. Oh, we had a lot of fun. Is as you and I do too. And while we have a moment, we why don't we send some, some wishes and health to the Everett Silvertips broadcaster, Casey Bryan. Couldn't make the trip with the Everett Silvertips this week. As he battles illness, we wish him a speedy recovery and look forward to him getting back into his booth soon. But Dave Sheldon doing a bang up job, I'm sure, at the other side. And working solo, I might add. Vancouver Giants kill off the penalty. 
They're down 5-1 here in the midway port of the second period. And Lipinski pass across to Camazola. Flipped behind the net, grabbed by Zellweger. Now to the wall. Behind the net, Zellweger. Cleared around the boards, left wing side. Knocked down. And to the right wing. Shot deep by Lamana. Palmieri behind his net for Vancouver. Left wing feed, Bocek. He's tripped up, upended. And the puck cleared down the left wing side, and that is going to result in a penalty to Everett. So the parade to the penalty box continues here. Should be the fourth power play of the game for the Vancouver Giants. Yeah, Dennis William looks on from his bench and can't quite figure out why his team would take an offensive zone penalty in a 5-1 lead. You don't want to, if you're the Silver Tips, you don't want to do anything to get this Vancouver Giants remotely back into the game. You are in complete control. You're at the halfway point of this hockey game. You really just simply, you know, for my money, the best the best I've seen the Silver Tips this year. Most complete. And a face-off win for Everett, and down the ice it goes. Fourth white spot power play of the evening for the Vancouver Giants as they are looking to get back within three. Right wing. Pass ahead of Stopchuk for Hall. Offside are the Vancouver Giants as they can't gain entry into the Silver Tip zone. Well, well, you see on that entry, there's, there isn't even clean puck possession. I mean, they can't handle it. They, the reason it went offside is that puck was stick-checked, went up in the air, and you couldn't hold back on, on going offside. Again, this is what happens when you're in a situation where, you know, you're, you're trailing by four in a, in a home game, in a playoff game, that you really want to come out and set the tone, set the pace, and... Really, let's be honest, Zellweger and the big guys up front, Hofer and Putin, really set the stage for what was going to happen in this hockey game. What happened all in the first period. Two second period goals as well from Matthew Ng. As Fabian Lysel to the point. That pass a bit slow getting there, but it successfully got to Horning and Al Hall. Horning, Lysel, down low, stop check, backdoor play, Cotton, what a save by Braden Holt as he slides to the right, kicked out the pad, and Alex Cotton can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, Cotton does this. He's a defenseman, and when he moves into the offensive zone, into the face-off circle, he doesn't create a lot of fanfare. He's not calling for the puck. He's just waiting for this play to end up on his stick. Pass goes from that spot to there, and there is Cotton, right-hand shot, and Holfer without a doubt, or uh, Holt without a doubt, his best save. Again, very quietly. Nobody knows he's there, but he says, I'll take it. I Maybe Hofer got a, a little bit of a feeling that that might have been where that puck was going. Made a great save. And Cotton another try, holds another save. One minute, 11 seconds gone, and the penalty to Zaplitny. Giants actually out shooting Everett tonight, Bill, 17-13, but it's Hofer with two, it's Ng with two. And the Silver Tips in full control. Yeah, it's overpowering. I, I think the Silver Tips forward group has simply overpowered Vancouver, certainly in that first period around the net. You heard the coach talk about net presence. That was important. They had it. Everett had all of it. Ng actually with three points in the game bill for Everett. He had the assist on the 4 nothing goal and then the two goals, or, or the assist on the 3 nothing goal, sorry, and then the two goals here in the second. And a turnover at the side. And the Silver Tips... 
going to try and press it free. They don't clear. Connor Horning. Rashad through. That one tipped. Save made. Kept in by Lysel to a stop chuck. Hard bat to the point for Horning. Horning, Lysel. Lysel tried to go across. Batted back to the point. Now a one-timer from Cotton. And he's puck redirects to the left wing wall. Held in by the Giants. Hall. Lysel. Right wing side. Circle. Holds it. To the slot. Hall scores. <laughs> The power play is two for four, and Adam Hall strikes again for the Giants. You know, when you move that puck around, you don't, you know, you don't mishandle it, and you get it to a terrific shooter like Hall. Lysel's got it in that spot. Hall, number 12, backs off a little bit. Watch Lysel find him. When two players come to check Lysel in the corner, and that's, again, because they are so diligent on trying to defend uh, Fabian Lysel, he has this time. He's got a stop check in front of the net with the screen. Big number 10. It goes from Lysel to Hall and into the back of the net. Great shot. Vancouver now chasing by three, and it can't get beyond that. So give Lysel his second point of the period. And the lone assist on that play for Fabian Lysel. So four playoff goals for Adam Hall. And a big check behind the net. Thorpe knocks his man down. Boy, if the Giants could get a, one more here. Back come the Silvertips, though, right. All sorts of times stopped by Vikeman. Lee's going to knock his man down. Well, stop Chuck. He's taken down by Zellweger cleanly. And play continues. And back comes Everett right to shot. Vikeman got a piece. Now Seeley. Can't find it. And the Giants now along the right wing wall. Lysel. Ostopchuk. Camazola shot from the point. Loose in front. Hall swings and trying to get it on goal. Pat save made by Holt. And now a steal for Everett and a race. And the puck now grabbed by the Giants. And now another delayed penalty coming up. Camazola with time. A shot save rebound is grabbed by Everett. 7.38 to go. Another Vancouver power play. Their fifth of the night. A chance to get back within two. Well, I would say the last five minutes, maybe last seven minutes of this period, might be the first time the Silver Trips are playing on their heels. Vancouver's been trying to play on their toes. Even in that first period, Dan, there wasn't a whole lot of effort that you could criticize and especially like you said the shots were 9-7 in period uh, number one for the Everett Silvertips which isn't all that bad uh, they were poised they were ready to go they just got overpowered around their net now they're back into it and if they can make this a two-goal game uh, it could be a very interesting finish caught in the shot gloves save made holds as the 21st shot of the game, check that the 22nd shot of the game for the Vancouver Giants, gloved down by the Everett goalie. Not an awful time, a lot of times that Cotton will take that slapper from the blue line. We know his wrist, his release from the point is one of the reasons he got so many points. Leading scoring defenseman in the Western Hockey League a couple years ago, 
year that Bowen Byron played for Vancouver. Great acquisition from Lethbridge. But, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, you hoped that it wasn't going to be in a struggling situation. Cotton's got it again. Cotton to the point. Horning. Right side, Lysel. Trying to make a drag move. Puck is in the corner. Dug free by Everett and clear. Horning couldn't knock it down. And Alex Cotton will now start back with it from his own zone. Cotton in the middle. Up Main Street. Flips it in. Holt just going to say thank you very much and cover it up. Cotton certainly intent. I think most of this hockey game to make sure he gets pucks on the net. That certainly wasn't any way a dangerous shot, but the most important thing, I guess, if you're not going to put it on net and get a rebound, the third best thing you could probably do is get a faceoff. He, he did get that faceoff in the average zone. Minute 28 left on the Vancouver power play. Faceoff win for the Giants. Cotton couldn't hang on, kept it in though. And now Hall in the left wing corner trying to center it. Holt tried to smother it, couldn't. Hall going to win that puck free. Now around the net and just out of the reach of Fabian Lysel. That is going to send the Giants back into their own zone. Lysel, left wing for Hall. Trying to spin. Trying to get it down low. Lambo slips it high over the glass. And this is going to be a five-on-three for the Vancouver Giants. You know, we've said this a number of times. If Adam Hall can be a handful in the playoffs, if he can be a handful, I think the Vancouver Giants could be a tough out. You see the clear from behind the net or against the back wall by the silver tips over the glass. We have got a five-on-three for 54 seconds or less. Now, this is a, I don't want to overstate this, Dan, but if you don't score on a five on three, the momentum you lose yeah. can be devastating in this kind of a game. And they know it, the coaching staff knows it, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's even a timeout call to keep this line, or at least the Lysel line, get it back on. Well, he's on the ice right now with Thorpe in the middle. Hall. Ostomchuk. Hall. Circle. Cotton. Cotton. Down low. Lysel. Lysel. Fan on his pass to Cotton. Now back to Lysel. Nearly lost it. Got it back. Cotton in close. Save Holt. Cotton. Circle. Hall, Cotton, one-timer, blocked. Kept in, rescued Lysel, across! Oh, my! Braden holds with a wonderful save off Zach Ostopchuk to keep it at 5-2. And you know who made that pass possible, created the loose puck, was Thorpe. Wonderful play by Thorpe Lysel to Ostopchuk. Biggest save in the hockey game so far by the Everett goaltender, Braden Holt. Maybe best save of the series so far for an Everett netminder. And now crossing in, still on a power play. Lysel walks in, sends it to the right. Cotton. Puck pinned along the boards to the far side. Sent the length of the ice by the Everett Silvertips. And now Vikeman can't come out to play it as the puck is sort of on the brink of no man's land outside the trapezoid. 
Hornick skating it forward. Penalty to Lambos. 30 seconds left. Cadu. To the wall. And trying to rummage it free from the left wing boards. Semenuk. Battling forward along the near boards. Three Giants, three silver tips. Dug free by the Giants. Horning, low shot, blocked and cleared by the silver tips as the Giants are unable to capitalize on either of the power play opportunities. Yeah, that puck came away from the boards to Horning's stick with 12 seconds left on the power play. He tried to get it on the net, was unable to do so. But, folks, watch this save. Well, we'll see it probably when we come back out of break. 5-2, Everett leading the Giants on Sportsnet 650. Subway Eat Fresh Refresh, starring Aria, pro sandwich artist, amateur spokesperson. And action! Sometimes you've got to refresh to be fresh. Welcome to Cut. the... Great start, Aria, but it's more like... Welcome to the Subway Eat Fresh Refresh. Try your new smashed avocado and turkey, or Maplewood smoked bacon and ham sub. Uh, you forgot about the new deli-style turkey raised on Canadian farms. Subway Eat Fresh Refresh. Yeah, Aria, take it away. Uh, freshly prepared for your order? Cut! Let's take it from the top. Randy Pinsat here. Uh, you heard us talk about our good buddy, Robbie Johal, and how he's the only real estate agent that we would hire. He has a home sale guarantee. I compete with teams, and I'm an individual solo agent. I do, on average, 75 to 100 deals a year, which is more than a lot of teams do. My sellers feel confident and comfortable knowing that I'm the one they're dealing with, not some team members. Call the only agent Sat and I would call. Robbie Johal from REMAX 2000. Go to RobbieJohal.com, that's J-O-H-A-L, and get your home sold guaranteed. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center. 4.24 to go here in period number two. And a 5-2 lead for the Everett Silvertips. And their penalty kill coming up big here in the second period. And now off the draw, a chance in close, swatted wide. Just the 14 shots on goal tonight for the Everett Silvertips. And they've got five goals in a game they lead 5-2. Sealing. Cross to Anderson, high shot over the goal. Left wing side, Semenuk is gonna send it the length of the ice. Not quite far enough though for an icing. Hootenen, right wing for Hofer. Stolen by Thorpe, sent back in by Anderson. And now up the right wing. Cleared back into the Everett zone, there's Johnny Lambos. Behind the net and played up the left wing. Campbell charging wide down the left wing. He's stick checked. Right side Lambos sends it back in. Campbell low shot, stick save Vikman. Puck goes out of play. Not sure we ever saw that great save by Holt. That might be the best save of the series. That was Thorpe breaking up a puck. It went to Lysel to a stop chuck. Ah, I think we have it maybe right here. Oh, ah, got the game worn jersey auction, but. Uh, I mean, I don't recall a silver tip team being outshot by 10 and having, you know, 5-2 five, five lead. Yeah. It, it really is strange. Although, you know what? You and I talked about it. I've said that I don't pay a lot of attention to shots on goal in the playoffs. I spend way more time valuing scoring chances. And I don't know. Even those have been pretty even. Save made from Weichmann right off the ensuing faceoff. And back into his own zone goes Olin Zellwinger. And to curl it around the net, Gibson. 
Cleared forward. Toth going to knock it down. Giants try to bring it back across. Knocked down by Gibson. He'll play it along the left wing. And now Jacob Wright sends it softly in. Mazden Leslie sidesteps Hootenick. Leslie, right wing. Pass up the right wing boards. Lysel. See how he's, he's turned into the corner, Dan? Nobody there, though, behind him. And now Hammerling going to cut in. And Weichmann did well to sort of stand his ground and make the save as the net comes off its pegs as Everett came back down the ice. But what I was talking about was Lysel going down that right wing. He's forced into the corner, and the play dies with him. Here comes Everett the other way, again, trying to cut around the defenseman. What you like about that play is the way Weichmann uh, uses his stick to stick check the play. You know when the, when, a, when a guy's cut towards the net there and you, you're you riding him in that situation, that, that that vision is down on the puck, you gotta stick check it. That's your last line of defense and Weichmann played it really, really well. To the right of Weichmann, face off win for Everett. Left wing side, trying to curl around the net. To the point, Anderson. Anderson trying to get that shot through, that went wide. Campbell along the left wing, going to hold it in. He's got space and a low shot. Stopped by Weichmann. Puck pinned in the far corner by Mazden Leslie. And the Silvertips try to jam it free. Behind the goal. Trying to spin. Goot in the corner. Now a pass and centered. Weichmann steered it away. Boy, you got a tired Vancouver group right now. They couldn't they couldn't chase that puck down. Now they're really struggling. They got to win some battles. Look how slow Zach going in that corner. Here's the pinch on this side, Dan. And the puck held in by Everett. Goot. Perfect pass across. Jacob Wright. Right. Left point. Shot through. Blocked. Fresh guy. Hofer. Ripped a shot wide. And now cleared forward. Here's Lysel. Down the left wing. Stops, centers, oh stop Chuck, checked on the back check by Everett, and now we've got a penalty coming up to, I think Hootenin's gonna go, and a Giant as well, I think there's gonna be two. Boy, it was really interesting to watch the intensity of that Everett Silvertip team, knowing that Giant team was on their heels, out of gas. They got Hofer on them from the bench. Coaching staff said, hey, get out there, this group is tired, and he went right to the front on that, got a shot away. Vancouver was able to exit their zone, get it in the offensive zone, and then this. Uh, looks like the only penalty on that play is to Lysel. Was that the cross check after the... A, after double, the, a double minor. Yeah. I mean, the one call was going to him, and then the cross check after the call was made is just... Can't do that. Just selfishness. Yeah. So be perfectly honest with you. You can't put yourself first. All of this... With 125 left in period number two and a 5-2 silver tip lead. 125 to go here in the second. And a double minor power play now upcoming for Everett. Everett for the evening. 0 for 2 on the power play. A four-minute four double minor for slashing. And now a collision behind the net. Kadu to the point. Zellweger in front, redirected, cleared up by the Giants. Holt's going to come out and stop it. 
final minute here in period number two. Right wing, Zellweger. Cleared forward. And now at the side, trying to angle their way. Puck goes to Hofer along the left wing. Toth trying to tie him up. Giants think they clear, but it hit a silver tip and stays onside. Hootenin, left wing. Seven points in the series for Hootenin, leading all silver tips. Settled down by Goot, right wing. Goot, Zellweger, left side. Hootenin, oh, that hit the post. And that one found its way through, but found iron. Right wing, Goot. Goot sets it across. Bouncing puck, Hootenin kept it onside, right. Hootenin. Ten seconds to go here in the period. Back to the point. Zellweger, a high drive. Blocked. Goot. Going to spin. And he'll center it. And time will expire as Weitman makes a save, a buzzer-beating save off a shot from Zellweger. Well, you got your work cut out for you. You can't say you got him right where you want him. Very, very impressive. Everett Silvertip team started period number one. It took a 3 nothing lead and then really went to work at period two as well. And uh, I mean, it. yeah, it was 2-2. Two, two. The shots on goal are 25-19 for Vancouver, but uh, it's just that it's an Everett Silvertip team that's just moving pucks quicker, moving pucks better, moving pucks more efficiently, and being more physical in the offensive zone. The Vancouver Giants right now in a 5-2 hole against the Everett Silvertips. Quickly down to ice level, Giants defenseman Alex Cotton joins us. Alex, you get the two power play goals in the second period. The power play has been really effective for the Giants so far in the series. Why? Uh, yeah, I think we're just uh, moving the puck a little quicker than we were in the regular season, get more shots than that. Um, but it can always be better, so I think we... Got a little mad at myself there trying to on a five on three, but we got to be better. Alex, this is a, an Everett Silvertip team that's that's physical, moving the puck well. How do you stop that? How do you match the physicality? And talk about playing heavy. You can match that, can't you? Yeah, actually, um, we're actually bigger and bigger than them, so I think we just gotta we just gotta take it back to them, just be as equally as physical. And uh, yeah, I think we got to be more physical for sure going into this next period here to tie this game up. Appreciate your time, Alex. Thanks for this. No worries. Alex Cotton, after 40 minutes of play, a 5-2 lead for the Everett Silvertips. We'll take a 60-second break. We're back with the second period scoring summary next on Sportsnet 650. Time to break down the first 40 minutes. This is the Vancouver Giants intermission on Vancouver's home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center after two periods of play. A 5-2 lead for the Everett Silvertips. Second period scoring summary presented by Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. Shots on goal in that middle period for the Everett Silvertips. 10 for the Giants. 18. 18 shots for the Giants in that second period, but it was Everett with the 10 shots. Uh, each team scoring twice in the period. It started early for Everett, Bill, at 2.14. Yeah, turnover at the blue line of the Vancouver Giants. They break the play up, basically. And you know what? They do that so well. Hemmerly gets it, moves down the ice into the offensive zone really quickly from the blue line, I should say, and then throws a nice pass out to Ng. He's got a lot of time and a good quick shot. His first of the playoffs, 4-0 Everett. 
3.45, though, in the second, Bill, we get to our play of the period. Yeah. You know what? It's uh, it's a nice job between Horning and Cotton. They get that puck to Lysel, and makes no mistake about it. 3.45, Vancouver had a score on that play. They were down 4-0. They do make it 4-1, get a little bit of life, a power play goal, and a power play's good, been, been good for Vancouver so far in this series that is only three games old. Uh, Lysel scores. Play of the period sounded like this. In close, so stop Chuck. Oh, went through and fired a low shot just wide. Connor Horning from the left point. Left wing side, back to the point. Horning kicks right. Lysel, circle, scores. <laughs> Needed it, they got it. Giants on the board, Fabian Lysel has a goal to go with his six assists in the series, 4-1. Fabian Lysel's goal, the play of the period for the Vancouver Giants, made it a three-goal game, but built 15 seconds later, Everett with a response. Yeah, right off the face-off again, you know, a little bit of play, 15 seconds later, the puck's along the wall, inside the Vancouver zone, there's a scrum, they come away with the puck, and all of a sudden you look up and Ng's got an absolute well, I'd say almost a breakaway from the top arc of the arc of the faceoff, right to the faceoff circle, right to the net. His second, 5-1 Everett. Boy, I'll tell you, it's starting to get, that mountain is, you get you chip away at a little bit with a power play goal, and 15 seconds later, that mountain goes right back up to where it's, it looks like it's not going to be able to be, you know, conquered, but not done yet. 10:48, Adam Hall power play. You know, and this is good. You know, I'll tell you something. Fabian Lysel makes a nice pass out of the corner in the Everett zone. And what made that possible was he drew two defenders towards him. And Dan, he's so clever that as soon as he saw two defenders come towards him, he found a, a space between the defender's skates and his, their stick. And he put that puck right on Hall's stick. Nice shot, good quick release. Hall's, uh, what's that, his fourth of the playoffs, a power play goal, nice assist by Lysel, and that's where we stand 5-2 after 40 minutes of play. Giants trailing Everett by a 5-2 score. We'll take a break. We're coming back next with the VP of Hockey in the Western Hockey League, Richard Dirksen, on Sportsnet 650. Now more of the Vancouver Giants intermission. You're on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Welcome back to the Langley Event Center. We are in the second intermission. The Vancouver Giants trailing the Everett Silverchips by a 5-2 score. The second intermission continues. My name is Dan O'Connor, and at this time, with great pleasure, pleased to be joined by the VP of Hockey in the Western Hockey League, Mr. Rick Dirksen, who is here doing his rounds, making his way out west, stopping in on the uh, on all the series. And, and Rick, I mean, Playoff hockey is just back in the WHL. I, it's taken us two plus years to get to this point, but just your reaction first to that very fact that we're back with playoff hockey, it's gotta feel good. As you said, it's been a tough, tough two years, uh, obviously from our team perspective, player perspective, and the league office as well, and it's so great to be back in the buildings uh, for the playoffs. Things have, uh, you know, obviously progressed positively right through the course of the second half of the season. Most of our rinks now are wide open with no masking and uh, uh, very, very good situation for us and we're pleased to be back. 
when you get a chance to tour the rinks the way that you have in the first round of the playoffs, Rick, I mean, are you looking for anything in particular? Are you sort of just, is this is this sort of an excuse for you to just sort of check in with everybody, do the face-to-face? There's been so little face-to-face interaction over the past two years. So what, what sort of benefits can you come up with when you do get to visit a Vancouver or a Spokane or a Kelowna, et cetera? Well, in normal situations, uh, we have what we call as a supervisor of each game. So it's one of our coaching officials that uh, handles the game. And I generally try to work around and be in a support position for them. Sometimes their games get a little heated, uh, coaches, managers, etc. And it, it's really nice to uh, be able to support them. Uh, this year, i got to tell you, it's just a pleasure to be able to go in and meet the coaches before the game. It's been two years since we've been able to do that. Obviously, there's some new faces on some of the teams. Uh, you're meeting some new people. But uh, even this year, uh, for the most part of the season, you know, we tried to stay away from the uh, dressing room, coaches' room area. Now that uh, things have opened up to the extent that they have, uh, we're much more comfortable, and I think the coaching staff is more comfortable. So it's great to be able to chit-chat with them before the game along with the uh, game supervisor and uh, see some faces that I haven't seen for a couple of years. Well, we're delighted to have you and we appreciate you joining us. You and I just commenting on some of the box scores. I know before the game, looking at the way some of these series were playing out, a lot of 3 nothing series to start, but Prince Albert gets a win tonight. Saskatoon gets a win tonight. Uh, a few series are going to be extended because of that. Brandon winning at home over Red Deer. Um, so, I mean, just a thought about the season as a whole, Rick, when you look at the parity, when you look at sort of what happened in the East with Red Deer making a big jump in the standings and out West, uh, you know, the U.S. division was what we knew it was going to be. Um, you know, you, you get to be a fan of 22 teams, and that puts you in a unique situation. I think I would sum it up, uh, especially in the Western Conference, we really had a, a clear divide. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, to- the five top teams, the five bottom teams, and yet it really set up for a wild, wild last couple of weeks when we had uh, the great race for the final three playoff spots in the Western Conference. We went right down to the final day, and uh, I look back to uh, Victoria losing that one game in the last two seconds in mm-hmm. Kamloops. If they had at least got that point there, we would have had a four-way tie. Uh, in that case, we would have had a tiebreaker game as well. So very exciting. I have to say the top teams in the Western Conference are all outstanding. You're getting a chance to see Everett. They're really playing well tonight. And uh, obviously, when you finish first in the conference, you're going to be a real good team. The uh, Eastern Conference was much the same. We had uh, three or four teams that were, you know, separated themselves, especially Winnipeg and Edmonton, followed by Red Deer. And... Uh, Again, we had the great race for the final playoff spot. It was a little bit different with two, two extra teams in the Eastern Conference. We had the four teams fighting for one spot. In the Western Conference, we had four teams fighting for three spots. So uh, went right down to the wire in both conferences, which is great. Uh, we were a little concerned uh, last night. The visiting team won all six games. And uh, it's great to see, I, I mean, junior hockey, who could explain a team losing at home 10-1 one night as PA did to Winnipeg and then beating Winnipeg 3-1 tonight to stay alive. Uh, Saskatoon, as you mentioned, a great win. And then we already have the one series that's for sure going to go to six games with Brandon beating Red Deer tonight, uh, so they're tied 2-2. So uh, hopefully some of these series continue to develop, and there's nothing better in the Western Hockey League than having series go six or seven games. 
With about 90 seconds left in this conversation, unfortunately, Rick, when you think about what lies ahead with, with the upcoming prospects draft and even next season when hopefully the travel in the WHL is able to expand even further, um, the young flavor in this league, I would argue, has never been better. Why are you excited? Well, you've touched right on it. Uh, we got a chance to see all those players play as 15-year-olds last year in our league, so they got the one extra year of uh, development. Uh, it's going to be a very exciting. We've got uh, what we think is two great drafts coming up uh, next year and the year after. We'll have an okay draft uh, this year in 22, but the 23 and 24 drafts should be exceptional. My favorite thing about you, and I've never told you this publicly, and I'm going to because we've got about 40 more seconds, is I don't know anybody who is just so level-headed when dealing with GMs that are frustrated or coaches that are frustrated, I, I vow my resolution for 2022 is to deal with anger the way that you do and, and let that be a compliment and uh, let that be sort of a, a precursor to, you know, wishing a safe and productive playoff for everybody here in the WHL. Rick, thanks for your time and enjoy your stay in Vancouver. It has been my pleasure. Thank you very much. That is Rick Dirksen. He is the VP of Hockey for the Western Hockey League, our guest here in the second intermission. We'll take a break. We're coming back with the third period next on Sportsnet 650. Time for the third period of Vancouver Giants hockey on Sportsnet 650, Vancouver's home of hockey. Here's Dan O'Connor and Bill Wilms. Vancouver Giants to start this third period shorthanded for another two minutes and 30 seconds as we are underway for the third period. A 1-1 series, Everett. Leading tonight on the road, though, by a score of 5-2. And shot into the giant zone. Veitman going to steer it to his left. Cleared around the boards. They've added an assist to Aiden Sutter on the 4-0 goal for the Everett Silvertips. As the puck rimmed around the boards, kept in by Goot at the right wing point. Giants a chance to clear. They don't. And now held in, Zellweger. Left side, oh, Hooten had tried the one-timer and his stick shattered. He'll go get a new weapon. And the puck is now cleared the length of the ice by the Vancouver Giants with the score 5-2 Everett in the first minute of the third period has expired. Silvertips on their third or their fourth power play of the night, rather, they're 0 for 3 so far. Lees hammers it around the boards and down the ice. Ronan Seeley, blue line, red line, blue line, kicks right. Give and go feed too far for Seeley. Puck held in along the left wall, cleared by Campbell on himself. And Johnny Lambos goes back to get it. Yeah, he is the older brother of Carson Lambos with the Winnipeg Ice. Defenseman, Minnesota taken in the first round in 2021. Former Brandon Wheat King was Johnny Lambos. Zacho Stopchuk does well along the right wing boards too. And on top of that, a Victoria draft pick, 2016. Played 126 games for Brandon. Was Johnny Lambos part of the Ty Thorpe trade? 
we are got some detective work to do as the Giants bring it back along the right wing side. Colliding into the boards goes Zach Ostopchuk. And now back the other direction. Played around the right wing boards. Sent around Sutter. Kept in along the left wing side. Spinning away is Roost. And now back behind the goal. The Giants try to come away with it. Hemmerling there on the forecheck. Roost bumps his man. And kept in now by Sutter at the point. And he lost a handle of it. Lysel out of the box. Will play it forward. Puck pinned along the wall. Right wing side. Hemmerlich trying to cut to the front of the net. He does. Veitman did well to stay with it. But play is going to be whistled down as the Giants net comes off the peg. Well, you see, that's been sort of the story for me. Starting in that first period is... You know, Everett Silvertip players wearing that green jersey out there cutting to the net, going to the net, creating traffic in front of the net. It's not very often that, even with this Vancouver Giant defense, Dan, that they let guys get in as tight on Vikman as they have tonight, and it started in that first period. Obviously, the goal that Hofer scored, you know, the good quick release by Hootenen, another goal by Hofer. I mean, they, they took command of what they wanted to do with their size and their quickness and their speed, and probably more quick than speed, in that first period, got Vancouver in a massive hole, and they just haven't been able to get out of it. Johnny Lambos and Ty Thorpe, both part of a trade that sent Lambos and Thorpe to the Brandon Wheat Kings, along with two first-round picks in exchange for Tanner Kaspik. I think Kaspik played his first NHL game, if I'm not. Oh, that was Kastelik. Scored his first NHL, first two NHL goals. In the same game did Mark Kastelik not long ago within the calendar week. Do you like him in Calgary? Hard not to. Yeah, I agree. You know, we didn't, we don't see those that division very often. And should mention, too, Vancouver next year going to the Alberta division. And that Eastern Division coming here. And yes, folks, you will see Connor Bedard on this ice surface. Braden Yeager. And yeah, you bet. Some of those others. But uh, tie a bow around that, Bill. Tanner Kaspik was the star that the Victoria Royals acquired. Do you remember which yeah. Vancouver Giant ended his Justin series? Justin uh, Sordiff. The 15-year-old Justin Sordiff. Remember it well. A collision. Massive hit. That might have been in game three of that series. If, uh, if No, it would have been in game two because that series was uh, a seven-gamer. Play in the neutral zone now as the Giants force the intercept. And the Silvertips go back behind their own zone to start things out. They just get there quicker. Really well-structured, this Everett Silvertip team. And really, you know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, again, mind you, we don't we don't see the sil silver tips very much, but you know, Braden Holt, kid from Montana, goaltender, tenth round pick in the Bantam draft. And I said this last time. You know, you're talking about how did the silver tips? How did they do? What did they do to kind of get back to the goaltending that they tried to get when they had Dustin Wolf and Connor Hart or Carter Hart? 
draft pick, I think, for McInnes. I think he was a late rounder, if I'm not mistaken. In Saskatoon, they traded for him. The puck goes over the glass. And this is going to be a delay of game penalty, I think, once again on the Everett Silvertips. Braden Holtville is draft eligible, sixth ranked goaltender on North American Central Scouting's recent rankings. 12th round Bantam pick, and you're a couple years from that Bantam pick, you're that kind of rating by the NHL. Wow. What is it about that Everett team with the goaltenders that come out of there year after year after year? Well, you can make it a two-goal game with a goal here. It's it's certainly, it's we've seen stranger things happen. The Vancouver Giants on a power play. And now a chance for Hall, one time wide, as the Giants on their seventh power play. Lysel, low shot, save Holt. Keeping it in at the right wing point is Horning. Horning to Lysel, cross caught and a one-timer, he fanned on it. Lysel down low, Ostopchuk. Lysel, circle in front, Ostopchuk. For Hall, tried to force it, and Horning kept it in. Cotton behind the goal, took a weird carom off the corner, covered up by Braden Holt. Well, it's clearly a power play that's establishing uh, Alex Cotton down low. He, he kind of basically leaves Horning at the point. Every Vancouver Giant looking at the bench to see what, in fact, they're going to do. Line change. Michael Dick waiting to see whichever it's over to penalty killers go on the ice, and he keeps this big line or number one line on the ice. Lysel will stop check. Hall, Horning, Cotton. Face off to the right of Braden Holt as we played 5.07 here in the third period and a 5-2 lead for Everett. Puck's going to go out of play, and is that another delay of game penalty coming up for Everett? I think the officials might talk about this. Giants trying to signal that fact. I don't know how successful they are going to be. You know, great leaders take action before others, and Zako Stopchik is that kind of player, and he does do that. By the way, he had 25 NHL interviews, and I'm sure, Dan, that he impressed every one of those teams the way we know that he can impress people. He's just that kind of a guy. Left wing side, Lysel. Battling for it. Freed up the right wing, puck cleared. And now knocked down the ice, down the right wing by the Everett Silvertips. One minute to go in the penalty to Olin Zellweger. Cotton skates up ice. He is going to backhand it to the far corner and chase after it. Bumped along the boards. Rimmed around the wall, Lysel couldn't knock it down. Everett is going to clear. White spot power play tonight for the Giants. Two for six. Running out of time on their seventh. Thorpe. Crossing the blue. Now the red. Now the blue. Thorpe down the right wing. A shot. Braden Holt the save. No rebound. He hangs on. You know, back to what I said right at the start of the series. That there is a shot on goal. And it's a good, it's a nice job by Thorpe coming up that right wing, bouncing it off the boards, getting it back. But nowhere near what you'd score call a scoring chance, right? I mean, it's a shot on net. Hits the uh, big silver tip bear in the uh, middle of the crest, if you will, of the Everett silver tip goalie hold. But again, scoring chance is not a whole lot. Shots 27-21 for Vancouver, but a lot of damage done by the team in green and the chances that they got to silver tips. 
That's a good pass. That's from one side to the other by Lees. Now you got to get that puck in a good scoring position. They're fighting it. Right wing Lees. Down low behind the net. Lipinski, side of the net, tried the one-timer, did not connect. And now Lees. Last man back at his line. He'll take it to the left wing. Mazden Leslie takes a hit. Nice move by Cadu. Up Main Street, a shot. Nice glove save by Holt, who hangs on. Yeah, you know what? This put, this puck is intercepted. Play broken up really well by by Cadu. And, and you know what? He has a presence of mind to go down Main Street, move that puck to one side, get the shot. But again, probably as easy a save as you're going to get goaltender Holfer to make. 5-2. Everett leads the Giants on Sportsnet 650. Hold to make. Face-off upcoming now to the left of Braden Holt inside Everett territory. 6.35. Gone here in the third and a 5-2 lead for the Everett Silvertips here in Game 3. Game 4 goes Friday night here at the LEC. 7.30 puck drop. As the Vancouver Giants... Need three to tie here tonight. Played along the left wing side. And trying to bat it forward. Puck cleared forward by Thorpe. Knocked down. And the silver tips will bring it back forward. <clears throat> Anderson trying to get it deep. Lysel knocked it down. Vikeman out of his net. Played to the right. And now knocked forward, Ostopchuk. Trying to turn on the Jets, trying to cut to the middle. Pass! And a one-time shot from Toth goes wide. And now a chance to clear up the right wing. Campbell. Left wing to Sutter. And Aiden Sutter will knock it deep. Chasing after it, behind the goal, are the Everett Silvertips. Inside giant territory. With eight minutes gone here in the third. Everett looking to take a 2-1 series lead. Giants trying to strike three times here to put a scare into the visitors here tonight. Boy, you got Vancouver resorting now to a lot of one one individual kind of rushes up the ice. So stop check taking the puck in the offensive zone. And that's what this a good team will force a a team like Vancouver to resort to break up their, their structured play, their puck moving play, and force them in a lot of one-offs, and you're not going to win many of those. Zellweger to Hofer, high shot. That's going to go off a body and wide. Hofer, now behind the net, trying to angle that puck down low. Hofer frees it along the right wing. Got it back to the point. Zellweger, a shot through, tip wide. Kyle Bocek, play to the right wing. And down goes a silver tip into the boards from Bocek. Play continues. And now in the middle, Semina. Trying to finesse his way forward. There you go. Again, a one-off. I mean, you're not going to... you, you got to move the puck. You saw that. I've seen that four times now by Vancouver. Long pass down the left wing for Hootenit. Trying to go wide on Cotton. See what happens here. Good support there from Thorpe. Bocek gets it to center. Only thing he can do is ice the puck with 10.44 now to go in the third. You know, Vancouver Giants have a youngster, Matthew Edwards, wearing number 39 uh, in the lineup. They signed him this week. He's from Saskatoon. He, he played uh, 
at Cowichan Valley in the, in the BCHL. I haven't seen him on the ice yet. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably in the last five minutes, I'll give him a shift or two. You know why that's so important, Dan? It's just so guys get the feel of what happens. That's why you bring 15-year-olds up for five games. It's so that they know what to expect at the next training camp. They haven't even aged in yet. It's it's one thing to watch from the stands. It's another thing to be on the bench. It's another thing to get a few shifts. You hear, you listen, and you watch all of that stuff. You can be told everything you can about what it's like to play at this league. You can, you can watch it all you want. But to your point, Dan, when you get out there and I do, I understand. So when I do, I kind of understand what I need to have to do with the requirements requirements are of me 2-1 portland leading prince george late in the third period cougars they made a bit of a game in game two didn't they they did man that's a tough series of travel you well, know <laughs> i've lived it you've lived it wow that's a good hit as the giants go back in after it lees tries to finish his check on ing cleared by everett and now brought back into the giant zone, Zaplitny. Behind the net now for Seeley. Now to the right. A pass forward, knocked down by Lees, but does all that work to knock it down, and then overskates it when he tries to move it forward. Yeah, he got a break with that puck staying right on the blue line. Shot back in by the Giants, Seeley. Played up the right wing and cleared to center. Lysel bumped along the boards. Now up the middle, Ostopchuk tries to take it through. And Braden Holt just going to cover that up as Ostopchuk looks for his first goal of the series. And again, you know, I don't know if we can see that. It's, it's not a highlight reel play, but it does show you how the Vancouver, the Vancouver Giants resort to one against two, one against three. Zach Ostopchuk gets that puck into the area right at between the hash marks in front of him. This is what I'm talking about, folks. All right, now you, you, he's trying. He wants to get something done by himself. He's got no support. There was no way that Zach could make a play with that puck in that situation. Uh, a couple things. Everett, great defense. He had three guys that made it very, very difficult. And Zach, the captain, the leader that he is, saying, hey, you know what, I, I can do it. I'll make a play to get us back in this game. And now to the point. Low shot. And a save made by Holt. Now to the point. Toff. Check this checking out by Everett. Yeah. Huh? And Jacob Wright just going to get it to center, shoot it deep, and then Everett will just meticulously change. Here, my turn, right? Watch this. It's going to go nowhere. Toff in the corner, greeted by two green sweaters. Behind the net it goes. Lambos behind the net and just seamless for the Everett Silvertips as they break out. Left wing, Roost, finds the trailer. Stolen, Zellweger, a rare miscue with the puck. But even then, there's Gibson to bail him out, and Ostomchuk can't get any forward traction. And then Everett gets the puck back. All five guys back inside the dots of their own zone. Left wing side. Wonderful defensive system here, structured by this Everett Silvertip team. 8.25 to play here in the third. And the Giants force a steal. Will stop Chuck point blank. Backhand. Pad save by Braden Holt. Holt has had Ostopchuk's number here tonight. Horning. Long shot. Pad save. 
Lysel. Dodging a check along the wing. Now checked. And out to center it goes. Camazola. Played along the wall, right wing. Hornet. Chip forward. Semina. To Bocek. Lipinski. Chases after it. Camazola shot. Pad save Holt. Rebound grab by Everett. And now Ben Hemmerling is away. Behind the goal. Giants go back to get it. While you're down three, I wanna, you want to move that puck out of your zone as best you can, but Silvertips take up such good position. Nice play by Bocek to get it through, and then a shot right on and a glove save made by Braden Holt. Yeah, Bocek gets it, but by the time he gets going, he wants to move. He wants to get in the offensive zone. Again, credit to Silvertips. They got players on the back track. This is just, check this. This is a play by Ostopchik. That's as good a chance as Vancouver's had, and you don't get a second chance off that. The backhand is directed into the corner of the rink, and nothing but green there to pick it up. Remember, in the league play, these two teams split in Vancouver. Only played here twice. A 5-3 win for the Giants in this building back on the 18th of March. Connor Martin, the goalie of record in that game for the Giants. Tom Cadu with a big check, and that's going to draw a crowd. As Cadu throws a check, and now, for the first time really tonight, we've got bodies that are sort of colliding. Cadu threw the initial check. He's getting the initial penalty. Richard Dirks is sitting right beside us here taking notes. <laughs> I, I told him at the end of our interview, I don't know of a single human being who's better at just drowning out people being mad at him, <laughs> better than Richard Dirksen. Oh, and, and you remember, Dan, when uh, when the Winterhawks had those massive sanctions against Michael Johnson? And uh, I think they, did they they went to the final. I mean, I was, They did. We're, yeah, we're, Tra Travis Green was the acting head coach and GM. Right, we did. Who did was that one of the ones against it? Edmonton? That was the year they won. Yeah. In 2013 against the Edmonton Oil Kings. And uh, I, I remember Richard being in Portland a couple times, and I can't remember exact circumstances. I don't know if it was with the trophy or not, but boy, I'll tell you, there was some. There was a lot of boobers in that building. That, that was pretty impressive, wasn't it? The way Michael Johnson, uh, Portland Winterhawks, re rebounded with all those sanctions. They lost their first pick for a number of years, and. Uh, Still managed to draft Cody Glass. Still managed, Still managed to, get to get Skyler McKenzie. Bingo. Three years in a row, Portland and Edmonton, a WHL final. Uh, a major penalty has been assessed here, Bill, to Tom Cadu. So well, we'll get a look at it. You know, I mean, if Svetlikov gets that major penalty for the hit on mount, you really got to be on your toes and make sure that you don't put yourself in that kind of position to take that penalty or, you know, that kind of a penalty yourself. Well, what one minor correction, Bill. Swetnikoff originally was only assessed a double minor. Well, yeah, but the review showed yeah. that this is, it warranted this kind of a, a penalty. It probably warranted five when they, you know, when the review was sent in. So with 7-10 to play, the next five minutes, barring further penalties, are going to 
involve a major power play for the Everett Silvertips. And with a major penalty assessed, So the Silvertips bench, at least on initial count, is one skater short. So the player on the receiving end of that hit went to the tunnel. So Tom Cadu. Ah, you know what? My mistake, Bill. There's an Everett Silvertip in the box. So that would be why the bench only has 12 skaters on it. That's totally... Players on the bench, and that kind of thing is an LDH all the way. <laughs> it's a let Dan handle. 6.40 to go. Everett on their fifth power play of the game. And the Vancouver Giants, so far on the penalty kill, perfect. The Prince George Cougars, Bill, are out. Portland has punched their ticket to round two with a 2-1 win tonight on the road. Left wing side, Goot, centered across, one time wide. Wouldn't the biggest motivator there for the Portland Winterhawks be winning four or another trip up to Prince George? Well, or, or even, you know, even not having to worry about that long drive home and then playing a game on Friday night. There you go. Yeah, if it went six, it was going to be another trip up there. And they scheduled that series as a 2-2-1-1-1. Yeah, that, that, that really surprised and me. And I've lived a 2-2-1-1-1 with Portland and Prince George before, and it was not for the faint of heart. Yeah, they're mostly 2-3-2 in that situation, aren't they? You would expect. Yeah. Right wing side. The silver tips keep it on side. Golfed around the boards, past Seeley, down the ice. Boy, does this ever a team ever take this crowd out of the game? You know, it was it was exactly this way in uh, in Everett, game one. You had six thousand people in the building sitting on their hands for period two and three. Giants doing a good job here on this penalty kill, but right now Everett, they're just content to let time tick away. Zellweger high shot, that's going to whistle wide. Yeah, just making sure you don't give up a shorthanded goal here is now Everett's biggest concern. Although, if you get a clear possession of the puck like this, you try to score. Shot from Zellweger from the right circle and a save made by Jesper Weichmann who hangs on. And you know what, Dan, it's, it's hard. You know, to, to put a... You know, to really... I don't want to say criticize, but I thought Weichmann... He's didn't, he, I thought he was helpless on the, in that first period. Well, I mean, he got no help around the net. Uh, I think about the Ng goal 15 seconds after the 15 seconds after the Lysel goal. Ng just with pure daylight to, to skate in. I mean, what, what's the goalie supposed to do? Yeah, and you know, even on as I said on the on the first goal, which was Hofer, uh, you know, cutting around the defense and getting his own puck in front of the net towards the side. The Hootenin shot, a bullet, another play by Hofer. You know, with uh, just net presence, boy, you need some help back there. Second and third wax, crowds exactly. in front of the net. I mean, exactly. yeah. Hootenin, left circle. Back to the point, Zellweger. Walks the line across, one-timer, 6-2. And Nico Hootenin's stamp on this series continues. Yeah, you could just, it's just, 
you know, whatever team you're you're pulling for, whatever team you're a fan of, it is interesting to watch how a play does develop and how a silver tip team will get that puck. This is a set play. They're, they're going to get it to Hootenick. He's a he's the number one shooter, so you got some distraction at that side of the ice. When you get a distraction on the one side and the puck comes over the other side, man, you you got a goaltender that just with a shot like Hootenick is just so hard to defend. So the Vancouver Giants now in a 6-2 hole, and the trouble here is that Everett's still on a power play for a minute or for two minutes and ten seconds. By the way, Hooten came into tonight's game with six points in the first two games. What's he got? Three more here tonight? So two points, four points, three points for Nico Hootenin. And a one-timer from Lambos. That goes wide. Nico Hootenin has had some series for Everett. Two goals and one assist and four penalty minutes tonight for Nico Hootenin. And that, two and four, nine points in three games so far in the series for Nico Hootenin. Jackson who? Alex who? Alex who? Boy, I tell you, when you got, you know, they got such great depth at that top end. You know, we talked about that coming into tonight's game. Hooten and Hofer, Wright and Zellweger, Lysel Hall, Ostopchik, and Cotton. Those four, exactly the same number of points, Dan, after two games. The only difference is, and by the way, that was 18 points between them. The only difference is that Everett, four Everett guys are a plus 16 coming into tonight. Vancouver's a plus three. And that's that's just like I said on the pregame show with Satin, you know, Dan at Something good is happening more often when you're a plus 16 when you're a plus three. There you go. Giants with a two-on-one. Thorpe threads it through for Ostopchuk, but man, tonight that's the story of the game right there. Passes just through legs and not able to connect. Here comes Everett on the attack. Hootenin drags through, and he's upended. And Thorpe weaves up the ice and he's going to run into some players thorpe into the circle drive up high wide and right wing everett going to skate it forward six two silver tips and a shot from a distance gloved down by vikeman and he hangs on yeah vancouver giants going to have to have an answer to this come friday night and you know it is about adjustments everything about playoff hockey is is uh you know, how do you adjust? What changes do you make? What video, you know, what do you learn from videos regarding certain situations? Interestingly enough, two of the Van- well, the two Vancouver goals come on the power play. So obviously, for Dennis Williams, is going to be a case of you know better defending in the power play. How does that happen? Five of the six goals tonight for the Everett Silvertips coming at even strength, and the first period has been a chore for the Giants in this series. They have been outscored 9-0. Now in the first period through three games of this series. Penalty over, Everett does connect. And the Giants trying to vacate their zone. Cull, Lipinski, Lankow out for a shift. Now to the right wing. A pass forward, and there's Matt Edwards. 
Out for a shift here late in the game for the Vancouver Giants. Hard to miss out there. Now a break for Semenuk, but that pass offside. And I wonder, yes, they will take the final media timeout. 118 to go in the third. Silvertip 6, Giants 2. White Spot Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 6.15. And we're back here at the LEC for the final minute 10 of the third period. Vancouver Giants trailing the Everett Silvertips by a 6-2 score. Chipped in to the Everett zone. And a big hit up high coming up. And now we've got some more rough stuff. Referee with his hand in the air as Bocek threw a check or threw a check up high. He, he does get his money's worth out there, Bocek. And that was Matt Edwards actually who threw that check. Good for him. That's not bad. So we're billeting him for this week. And uh He's, he's a big kid. He, well, he's he, going to be home a minute early than the rest he, of his teammates as yeah. he's going to go get an early shower. Yeah, he's, and he's going to get to that food trough a little early too, but three goals, three assists at Cowichan. Saskatoon boy. Just, I mean, we are emergency billets. We've said that before. We've had Festerling. We've had J.D. Watt. Longtime Vancouver Giant fans will remember who those guys are. In fact, my wife was a witness on that contract Festerling signed with Brian Burke at Anaheim when they drafted him. Uh, his, oh, that's a neat little piece of trivia. Yeah, she uh, he had to get it, I don't want to say notarized, but uh, authorized that it was a witness that signed it. He had Berkey's decision on it. You were bragging earlier today about <coughs> no, how, how, I wasn't you, how, how you are a whiz in the kitchen oh. preparing meals for hockey hey. players day in, day out. i got to tell you, this Matt Edwards kid has put me to shame. I, I, I am really, I mean, the counter was absolutely spotless for breakfast. The dishwasher was totally properly loaded, and I've never done a loaded, <laughs> I've never started a dishwasher. I've been married 59 years. i got to be honest with you, I haven't. Uh, as polite as he, as you can possibly be. But he lived with his brother, I think, at college, and they, they lived together when they were playing in the BCHL. So I never lived alone until I went to, to University of North Dakota. I was so if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly. You are. The key to a 59-year marriage is to not do dishes. <laughs> Dad, I'm embarrassed. I, you know what? When my wife is on... A vacation occasionally to see her. A five-minute major to Matt Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> see, he might get suspended. Oh, no kidding, eh? Well, they've taken it off now. Oh, well. Come on, give the kid a break. Well, Dennis Williams isn't very happy over on the bench there. Dennis Williams having some words. Well, he's got it on the right side now. They had the wrong side for the penalty. It is a five. You think that might have a little discussion in our place tonight? He's 100. I think he's 198. But to your point, yeah, uh, <laughs> I got a very understanding wife. Oh. A WHL debut that Matthew Edwards we'll won't never soon forget. forget. And now some jarring back and forth between these two teams. And Kyle Bocek's going to get an early shower now, too. Michael Dick is unhappy on his side. I mean, 
My... Tom Cadu got the major for interference. I'm... Need another look as Zellweger is going to get an early shower for Everett. By but, the way, what, you know, Dan, while I get a chance, Michael Dick, is this is fourth season in the Western Hockey League playoffs as a head coach. You know, three at uh, Lethbridge, one at Vancouver, and in playoff series wins. He's seven and three. So if you've got that right, seven times four, you've got to win four to win a series. He's won 28 times. Twice he's lost in the Western Hockey League final. The last time was obviously when you and I were 2019 playoffs. One time he lost in round two, but he's been very, very successful. The next step for Michael Dick, no question. He's, he's going to get a net. Wow. Who, who's uh, Michael Dick yelling at over there? A timeout being called by Everett. There's some bad blood between these two teams, no doubt. And it's getting angrier, if you will. A check to the head. Check to the head. Oh, my goodness. For Matthew Edwards, so... Boy, boy. Wouldn't that be an interesting piece of trivia? I mean, we'll have to wait and see what supplemental discipline comes from this. Now, interesting here, Bill, as well. Power play for Everett to end this game, and Hootenden is on the ice. Seeley on the ice. Why? Goot on the ice. 27 power play assists for Michael Goot. Goot crossing the middle. Our, our spy in the crowd that's been so good for us over the years tells me Michael Dick was screaming at the Everett coach, Dennis Williams. Left side, Goot. Low shot in close. Right trying to make a spin move and was checked. Dennis Williams and Michael Dick, coaches on Team Canada yeah. together at the World Juniors. But no friends in the playoffs, as they say. Yeah, you bury the hatchet then pretty quick. The Everett Silvertips are five seconds away from restoring home ice advantage wow. and taking a 2-1 lead in the series. They're not done hitting out there. And you know Lanko's going to get his money's worth too. I think cooler heads are going to prevail. The last thing you want are suspensions stemming from an altercation at the end of the game. Silvertips on the road. A 6-2 win and a 2-1 lead in the series. Do we say thank you to Tony Adelsworth? Oh, he's the anonymous tipster for oh, you the knew stands. that. We do say thank you to Tony. We do. 6-2. The final score. The Everett Silvertips take tonight's game. Post-game show from the Banquet Hall coming up next on Sportsnet 650. Now time to break down the game. This is the Vancouver Giants post-game show on your home of hockey, Sportsnet 650. And we welcome you back to the Langley Event Center. The post-game show is underway. The Vancouver Giants tonight in Game 3 
drop a 6-2 decision to the Everett Silvertips here in Game 3. The Everett Silvertips now with a 2-1 series lead. And home ice now restored as far as the advantage is concerned for the Everett Silvertips with game number four set for Friday night at 7.30. This is the post-game show here on Sportsnet 650, and we are live from the Banquet Hall, still to come. No doubt we will be joined by uh, Michael Dick uh, for some post-game remarks in a moment. But uh, 6-2, the final score here for the Silvertips as they go on the road and they win Game 3 against the Vancouver Giants. The scoring summary for tonight's game. A presentation of Kintech Footwear and Orthotics. Kintech, the footwear and orthotic provider for the Vancouver Giants. The shots on goal tonight, 34-24. The Giants outshoot Everett and they do so in a fairly convincing way. 34-24, the shots on goal. Giants win the shot battle, but... It was Everett that won the score battle, and it started with a three-goal first period. Ryan Hofer, the third of the series for Hofer, opening the scoring in the game at 9.26 of the first period. Nico Hootenen, the lone assist. Hofer just following up on his own shot, just whacking home his own rebound at the side of the goal. 9.26 in, one nothing for Everett. Then Nico Hootenen at 12.57. He has been a major factor in this series, and Hootenen certainly made his presence felt. Hootenen parking himself in front of the net, knocking home a feed from Michael Goot. Hootenen from Goot and Campbell, 2 nothing Everett. Then with eight seconds left in period number one, Ryan Hofer, his second of the game, fourth of the series from Matthew Ng at 19.52. Hofer just finding the loose change in feet, in close, kind of a spin and fire move. No one really knew where the puck was except for Hofer. 3 nothing for Everett after one period of play. 2-14 into the second. Matthew Ng with uh, his first goal of the series, his second point of three on the night for Everett. He makes it a 4 nothing lead at that point in time. Ng, early in that period, just, um, you know, <laughs> early on, just keeping the uh, the floodgates open for Everett offensively. Ng, his first from Ben Hemmerling at 2.14. That was a, a miscue as the Giants were unable to break out of their zone. Kept in by Hemmerling. He took it wide. Sent it for Ng, who did the rest. 2.14 in. 3.45 of the second period. The Giants get their first goal of the night. Uh, Fabian Lysel on a power play, snapping home. His uh, first goal of the series, his first goal, seventh point, Lysel, just a seeing-eye shot from the right wing that snuck through Braden Holton in for Lysel, his first, Connor Horning and Alex Cotton scoring the assists on that play. Both Giants goals on the night have come via the power play. Six goals for Vancouver in the series have now come via the man advantage as the power play certainly becoming a... Mega factor, six of the ten goals for Vancouver uh, as a result of the special teams. Matthew Wing, though, 15 seconds after the Giants get on the board, this was for sure a backbreaker. Ng, um, the seas just sort of parted for him as he skated down the middle of the ice. Ng, his second of the night, third point of the game, Hunter Campbell and Aiden Sutter get the assists. 5-1 at that point for Everett. 
We then get to our play of the game, which came at 10.48 of the second period. Adam Hall, his fourth goal of the series, his power play goal in the second period, making it a 5-2 game. Play of the game for the Vancouver Giants sounded like this. Lysel tried to go across. Batted back to the point. Now a one-timer from Cotton. And he's puck redirects to the left-wing wall, held in by the Giants. Hall. Lysel. Right-wing side. Circle. Holds it. To the slot. Hall scores! <laughs> The power play is two for four, and Adam Hall strikes again for the Giants. Play of the game for the Giants, the 5-2 goal, giving the Giants uh, their second power play goal on the night. A power play that would go two for seven on the night. Uh, so the power play has been the least of the problems for the Vancouver Giants so far in this series. Now six goals on the man advantage tonight for the Giants. Uh, Nico Hootenin, though, on a five-minute major power play of his own, uh, or of their own for the Everett Silvertips. Hootenin, his fifth of the, of the series, his second of the game, one-timing home on Olin Zellweger cross-ice feed. Hootenin, fifth goal, Zellweger and Goot both assisting. The Everett Silvertips finished the night one for seven on the power play and a Vancouver Giants decision tonight that ends with a 6-2 defeat at the hands of the Everett Silvertips. And the series now in a 2-1 advantage for Everett. Game four of this series scheduled now for Friday, 7.30. A game that can be seen right here at the Langley Event Center. Bill... Um, 6-2, the final. Vancouver Giants fall tonight to Everett. Silvertips uh, in, in the minds of you and I, probably their most complete game of the series to this point. And you take away Alex Swetlikoff, you take away Jackson Berezowski. Didn't matter tonight. The Everett Silvertips got offense from all throughout their lineup, but it was their big three that led the way in the first period when they needed it the most. A 2-1 series lead. Oh, let's give you some volume. Yeah, um, you know what? I said this uh, going into the series game one. Um, I don't think the Silver Tips finished the season, the regular season, the way they wanted to, Dan. They they lost their last three games, 4-1, 5-1, And, uh, in fact, two of their last seven games, their two wins in their last seven games were both against the Tri-City Americans. So, you know, a lot of people don't put a, a lot of, uh, you know, uh, value in that kind of thing, and probably not necessarily you have to. But I think once they got cracking, once they got things turned around in game two, they, they, they played a complete game tonight. Uh, more reaction coming from the LEC in a matter of moments. We'll get to the three stars and a few other um, recaps as far as some of the penalties late in the game. But right now, Vancouver Giants head coach Michael Dick joining us for some post-game remarks and coach, um, let's just uh, let's just get right to it tonight. A six-two win for the Everett Silvertips. A two-one series lead. Just thoughts and and general takeaways early on tonight, please. Well, a lot of a lot of power plays, a lot of special teams time, and I, I liked I liked both our power play and our PK. I thought our power play generated a lot of momentum. Uh, two goals and 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 should have probably had two or three more. 
So we narrow the gap with those opportunities. It's a different hockey game. Coach, uh, a big team. Ryan Hofer, uh, obviously, Hooten in uh, 6-3, 6-2. Hofer, I thought, really was a dynamic force in that first period. It it seemed they got in tight. They got tighter around uh, Vikeman. I don't think you could fault him on really any of the saves. Uh, Size was a difference at that issue, wasn't it? Yeah, but I I think we can do a better job in front of Jesper. And that was was the, the difference on two of the three goals and do a better job in the house farm. When you look at sort of the, the way this series has played out in the first period, especially nine first period goals now, Coach, for the Everett Silvertips, is is there a trend that you've sort of noticed in the first period? Is that just a bit of a statistical anomaly? Is that something that is the series sort of pushes forward? I mean, I think even the... I think in the seven games now that these two teams have played one another in the regular season and the playoffs, Everett's had the first goal every time, something that I'm sure you'd like your team to to do differently as the series sort of shifts well, again. I, I think today it wasn't a matter of getting on play in the first period. I mean, we outshot them. It was just a matter of, uh, of them burying their opportunities, and, and we had some chances. We had a crossbar. We didn't, and they did. Coach, you, you know better than anybody that uh, playoffs are all about adjustments. Uh, Hall, Ostopchik, Lysel, especially Lysel, game one, five assists. Uh, what have they done different? Have they made any adjustments to that particular group? I don't think so. I, I, I think they play how they play, and I don't think they've changed. And, uh, you know, if you look at at those five assists who came in the power play, but, you know, we were able to find a way to score some, some even strength goals. We, I mean, we put 34 shots on them today. And uh, give their goaltender credit. He made some big saves. You know, you go back to period one. Zellweger passed the puck. I, I had a guy check his exits, and he passed it out three times, skated it out three times, chipped it out once, one turnover. Uh, did, does a guy like him kind of how, – how, how, how do you get him facing a back wall other than obviously a stronger forecheck? He's, uh, he's an elite defenseman. Yeah. He's, he's, he could be the best defenseman in this league. And, uh, you know, he moves as well as anybody. So it's – it's more about angles and, and containing them as opposed to, you know, uh, to generating a, a turnover initially. It's it's really hard to get on top of them. Did you get the matchups you wanted tonight, by and large? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's somewhat of a short lineup. Uh, lots of young guys and, and a great opportunity for them to, to get some experience. Any talk or any comment on uh, their power play at the end with all their top guns on the ice? I know you and Dennis were going at it pretty good. Your co-coaches together or coached together in a couple months. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I just uh, I don't know if I'd be calling a timeout in a 6-2 hockey game. Gotcha. Last minute. Um, 21 shots, according to the website coach, from defensemen tonight. Alex Cotton led your team with nine shots. Is that by design? I mean, nine shots for Alex Cotton, two from Cadu, uh, Camazola with two, Horning with three, Leslie with five. I mean, that's a lot of traction and a lot of action from your back end. Is that by design? No, it's just, I mean, they, they come so hard in, the, in their own zone that the points open up, and so we want to... And we obviously want to find the open ice, and then it's just a matter of getting pucks to the net. Coach, tomorrow off day, you go again Friday night. Uh, what's the plans for tomorrow and going into Friday? Just uh, re-energize, reload, and get ready for, for game four. Feel sorry for the youngster, the 16-year-old last year. Uh, you know what? It's it's It, it was uh, it was a good experience for him. I mean, it's first Western Hockey League game, and, uh, you know, he, 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 got, uh, he got to play a playoff game, so... 
Good for him. Thanks, Coach. Michael Dick, the head coach of the Vancouver Giants. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with some final thoughts from the LEC right after this. 6-2, the final score. Everett defeating the Giants in Game 3. Post-game show returns shortly on Sportsnet 650. More of the Vancouver Giants post-game show on Vancouver's home of hockey. Sportsnet 650. Back with you at the LEC. The postgame show continues here for the Vancouver Giants. A 6-2 loss in Game 3. Silvertips now with a 2-1 series lead. Some final thoughts uh, here on the postgame show. Basketball Central with Marcus Fitzgerald is on deck. Uh, quickly, before, though, we get to the three stars, Bill, you wanted to circle back to the first period and something that well, struck out at you in period number one. Yeah, we couldn't quite finish when Michael Dick showed up. We didn't want to keep him here listening to us when he wanted to get back uh, with the guys. But I talked about them limping. I don't want to say limping into the playoffs, but I know they weren't satisfied silver tips with their play and it came off the rails for a little bit for them in 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 game number one when vancouver played so well they got it together i think it was important for for everett from their end of it to uh to get the you know the train back on the track xander was doing some stats for me and i felt that i wanted to see the relationship between the defense for the silver tips and their forwards and in that first period i already mentioned we're going to do one more time to your point you like zellweger's play all series, okay? And, yeah. and and Michael Dick just gave him credit maybe being the best defenseman in the Western Hockey League. So I had Xander check these stats. He passed it out of his own three times first period, skated it out three, chipped it out once, one turnover. Why that was important, Dan, is because Zellweger's work in his own zone got pucks into the offensive zone where that size could take over, where Hofer could get the goals that he did, where Hooten could get the shots that he got. And that just never dissipated. That went right through period two and period three. And once the Silver Tips got on a roll and got into a comfort zone, you know that now they're really tough to play against. So that to me was a relationship. And by the way, they got the goaltending that they needed. Uh, you know, Hope makes some some really good saves. But Zellweger starts at Probably saw that more tonight than I have at any time uh, between these two teams. And, boy, once they got it deep into the Vancouver zone, uh, they got that puck in tight. They got it around the the crease in front of Bikeman. They couldn't clear out. They couldn't box out. Michael said, hey, I thought we could have done a better job of getting getting rid of those guys around the net. But to me, that was a story of of the game. And I do think, yes, I do think they have had a – an answer for Fabian Lysel. Uh, they got, you know, this is a, last thing. This silver tip team has got Ostopchuk, Lysel, and Hall, I think, playing individually instead of playing as that group, as that unit that we saw in game one. So connected in game one. Bingo. And, and obviously the silver tips, it's a series of adjustments, and that's exactly what we've seen to this point. Uh, just to tie a bow around Zellweger, one assist, plus one. As flashy a one assist game as you could probably have in the WHL tonight for Olin Zell. And it's important to play, uh, you know, a series or, or a game, rather, a 60-minute game, as you can get out of a defenseman, Zell Wager. He controls so much of what happens coming out of their zone. They're blessed with having him. Ronan Seeley, not too bad either. Three stars of the game presented by BMO Bank of Montreal. The third star in the game for the Vancouver Giants. He had a goal. He had an assist. Fabian Lysel. Yeah, uh, again, I, I do think they've limited him. They knew that they can't stop him. Everett knows that they cannot stop Lysel from being productive. they got to limit his points. they got to limit his damage he can do. And I thought they did a pretty good job of that tonight. Matthew Ng, a... 
efficient three-point game for the young 17-year-old forward for the Everett Silver. Team. Well, to me, uh, it's three nothing, three nothing after one for Everett. Okay, so it's it's doable, but it's going to be tough. They're going to have to find a way to outscore this team. And by the way, they did game one in Everett, outscored Everett five-two after the first period. That wasn't going to happen tonight. Ing with a four-nothing goal. Ing with a five-one goal. Key goals to keep the you know keep this momentum in Everett's favor. The first star of the game, and what a series it has been. Coming into the series, of course, you knew about Svetlakov. You knew about Zellweger. Hootenin has, has had a terrific series, but Ryan Hofer. Yeah. I, he, he, he's got two goals tonight. He's got two points in each of the first three games of the series. First star, uh, absolutely, tonight forever. Well, that's what, you know, we, we talked to Keith McCambridge on the, on the walk-off after the first period, and remember he said their net presence around our net. They were, they were too in tight. They had too much presence. You know, you've got to be able to box out. You've got to be able to move guys out of the way. And big guys, you know, like that with those strong forearms, the stick is on the ice. It's hard to get off the ice. Uh, I think Hofer, two goals of the first three, and especially the one in 19. Well, two things. The one that he opened the scoring with and also the one at the at the, uh, at 1955 mark of the first period. Uh, Vancouver never got back in that game really after that. Joel Hofer, star number one. Star number two, Matthew Ng. Star number three, Fabian Lysel. A 6-2 win for the Everett Silvertips. Bill, last word goes to you. Well, it's. Uh, I, I think the day off is going to do well for uh, you know for this Vancouver team. Not sure exactly what they'll do tomorrow, but uh, a lot of video and they'll they'll talk about adjustments and they'll see what they can do. I think they got to fee- they got to free up. Uh, the Ostopcha call Lysel line for a little bit more offense. The other guys that chip in are chipping in. That's great. That's that's wonderful to see. And they've got to find a way to kind of insulate. They have to insulate their goaltender, Vikeman a little more than they did this game. Friday night, the series returns. Game number four here at the LEC, a 7.30 puck drop. We will have a 6.30 pregame show for you uh, beginning that night for game four. Game five will take place back in Everett on Saturday at 6 o'clock. Big thanks for all the help we had on the broadcast tonight. Pregame with Michael Dick and, of course, the efforts of Satyar Shaw, Dan Riccio and the president, governor, and majority owner of the Giants, Ron Toygo. Intermission number one, our friends, our friends, sorry, from Foundry Langley. Intermission two, Rick Dirksen from the Western Hockey League. Post game, Michael Dick, Justin Morris at a bang up job as always back in Vancouver. Bill Wilms for the colorful commentary to you for making the Giants and the WHL a part of your Wednesday evening. We certainly do appreciate it. On behalf of myself and the entire broadcast crew here at the Vancouver Giants, my name is Dan O'Connor. We'll talk to you Friday as the series continues from the LEC. White Spot, Vancouver Giants Hockey, Sportsnet 650.